Welcome to episode 11 of the Ox Crew TBD RPG. How are we all doing? Oh, I'm excited. So I'm I'm very excited. Very excited for all the terrible I things that are going to happen. Lots of questions. So doing a quick roll call. We've got Ale playing Randall. We've got Kai back from from the holiday season playing Ooh. Virgil. We've got Callisto as the Doctor. We've got that's me. Kato playing Tilda. We have Foss playing Ferza, and we have Hi. guest this week Ellie playing Verna. Hi. Welcome, we're all very excited, and we may see a cat later, we're not sure. Hopefully. Hopefully. Come back in, um, we need you. We won't <laughs> see her. Very stealthy. <laughs> very, very sneaky. True. Yeah. She's, she's there, she just yeah. rolled really well on a stealth check. Yeah, like 40. <laughs> she, she stealthed out of the, the, the voice chat. The narrative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stealthed out of the narrative. I stealthed my way out of the narrative. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, no! Do not. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. On that note, a quick recap for last week. So, yes. we had a, a bit of a smaller episode within the, well, not the whole crew, where we kind of investigated a bit of a, some downtime with Randall, Karma, Ferza, uh, and the Doctor and then discovered that the TARDIS had been tampered with. We had some fun times investigating, figuring out what was going on, and then found some diary entries, all labelled with an SX. Bad. Documenting how whoever that person is had finally done it. Yep. And there was also some vague mentions of the Time Academy. Hmm. Bad. Which is very bad. We saw River. We were slapped by River. Oh, yes. We wandered around. We were slapped by River again. <laughs> and then we've so, so, managed to fix things. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty, pretty normal Tuesday for the Doctor. Yeah. So, coming back, we've been kind of relaxing, if that's the term for about a week. In that time, we'll start with Tilda. What have you been doing? Um, Tilda has been struggling a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, I think she presented herself in the sort of main consult console room of the time. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming no one's in there when I do this. Yeah, so, um, it's, so the doctor has been sitting there for like three days. So do you do this after that? Yeah. I would have done it during. Okay. Yeah, so you probably see the doctor just kind of zoned out sitting in her chair. Yeah. Um, is, um, is there anything you need? I mean, I'm she, not... she doesn't, she doesn't say a thing. Yeah. She, she doesn't move, she doesn't breathe, she doesn't blink. She's like a statue. Mm -hmm. Staring at the box um, on the console. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I'll be, I'll be in in my room. And you kind of wander away, kind of the, yeah. your words echoing hollowly through the console room. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I'm I'm sure little things happen like that a few times throughout those three I'm days. I'm pretty sure days. Tilda would be checking in basically maybe every twelve hours or so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. I I actually, little OOC fact, uh, that I intended for the scene with the Doctor and Karma to be with the Doctor and Tilda, but then we didn't have Tilda. <laughs> Sorry. And then, I, and then I retooled the scene in a way that was really fantastic, and I'm really happy about it. Okay, back, back into the narrative. Sucked in, yes. <laughs> Tilda isn't going to come back. Okay. Tilda check. Oh. Um, and the Doctor knows where Tilda is. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants Tilda, um, well, if anybody needs Tilda, they know where to find her. So she's just gonna go quietly back to her room. And she's gonna do some pull-ups. <laughs> do some, like, hit them triceps. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's literally just going to exercise herself into exhaustion and then sleep and then get up and herself into exhaustion and uh, like she's she's trying not to cry but I suspect there's a lot of like frustrated kind of exertion sounds that like break into sobbing and then like she falls asleep like that or she gets back to exercising and that's mm. all she does okay uh, so you didn't want to do the thing that we, sp we discussed previously I can't remember what that is, and so... You were going to work on your gun a bit. No, she she doesn't... Like I said, like I think we discussed this, she doesn't have any, like, tech Yeah, yeah so... There is this wonderful machine that you are currently staying in that has technology literally everywhere. This is, this is a thing that I think um, is, like, particularly Tilda, is that she still doesn't feel welcome and so like her room is very sparse it is a bed and like a little shelf where she puts her gun at night um and she puts her boots at the end of her bed but it doesn't look lived in it doesn't yeah. look occupied it doesn't like to take up space and she doesn't I mean, like to make demands of anyone she's not I'm... going to talk to anyone they know where she is if they want her and she's not going to like disturb them because she doesn't feel she should Okay. I mean, just throw my heart out the window, won't you? <laughs> Literally, all she's doing is keeping herself to herself and trying not to inconvenience anyone. Okay. That's fine. If you want a scene, let me know. Otherwise, we're going to be moving forward. That's cool. And fun fact, all of your rooms have been based on a telepathic perception from the TARDIS. Hey, thanks. Thanks, TARDIS. <laughs> So the, your rooms are exactly what you think you should have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> we cut to Virgil in the pool. Yep. Who's uh. sitting on the edge. Uh, so, Virgil, this is just after the doctor has kind of come in and check on you. Mm-hmm. And left, and then there was some weird lights and things happened, and they fixed themselves. Yep. You know. But you've been sitting, you've been hanging by the pool a lot. Yeah. 
what have you been doing for this this week? Well, the majority of the time he's been staying down in the pool. He hasn't actually ever gone into his. I can't he imagine. Considers, yeah. He considers his room the pool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he mainly hangs out there, but. I feel like after about two or three days down in the pool, he'll start to wonder about this thing that Randall called Star Wars. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and he kind of knows that he kind of knows that Tilda seemed semi-interested in it when Randall was at the tail end of explaining it. Yeah, she's. So Virgil wants to go find Tilda. Okay. Not hard. You know where she is. So, Tilda. Uh, so, ha do you knock on the door or do you just open it? I knock on the door. Oh, oh polite. <laughs> so, Tilda, you're, this is, you're kind of working out. You're just hanging, chilling, and then you hear the th thick, heavy thud on your door. Yes. Um, it, it's me, Virgil. Can I come in? Of course. Tilda's like mid pull up. Yeah, I assume that like... you. Ha yeah, I assume you have your gun with you, Virgil. Just knowing you. Uh, yeah, duh. Just double checking. I so Tilda pull-ups are like. She's not wearing her big coat, she's wearing like just a white vest, but she's still wearing like her boots and her her like big heavy like gear. So she's like free to move her arms, but still very heavy. Hey. Hey, um, so I, I was wondering if you wanted to watch Star Wars with me. Uh... Do you have a copy of it? Well, no, I was going to ask Randall if he had a copy and see if he could play it. I was just wondering if he wanted to come join us. No thanks. Virgil, I've got to... I'm going to finish these sets. Okay, um... We'll probably be in Randall's room if you want to join. Okay. See you later. And Virgil very awkwardly walks out. My heart... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Why? Why are all my companions so depressing? So <laughs> I'm like the only person who's had a happy thing. <laughs> you find Randall, and Randall, I think you would have already found episodes one through eight. No, look, one through twelve plus the the standalones. Where if we're doing it, we're doing it all. If you remember, you got locked off from the from the ones that don't don't fit with you. 
Spoilers. No, don't. <laughs> you really don't want Tilda there. You'll get locked off from all of them, but the original trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh goodness, yeah. And uh, if, if this happens like post uh, all the shenanigans that happened in the last episode, yeah, it is. you could always come to the doctor and ask her about that. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to have to do. If I can't sweet talk the TARDIS into letting us watch all of them, I'm going to have to find the Doctor and say, Hey, Doc. <laughs> Marathon time, let's go. <laughs> well, you will find the Doctor probably at... Like, it, you'll find the Doctor either in the console room or in the library. And she's she's back to her normal self, which is let let's say the library, good. just for fun. Yeah. Yep. And are you going to let the children see things they shouldn't see, Doctor? <laughs> Doctor <laughs> thinks it over for a while, and then asks some very random question like, "What are your opinions on porgs? Because they do play quite a big part in Episode Ten." Love them. Can't get enough of them. What the hell is then, a pork? You'll see. Yes. And you'll you'll what you you two watch the doctor snap her fingers. As in the middle of yep. the library, a large projector screen scrolls down. It's actually like cinematic size. Yes. And suddenly you like turn around and there's some comfy chairs that Super. weren't there before. It's a library. There's already comfy chairs there. But there's more. Oh my god, I love it. And you three sit and you watch one through twelve and every one in between. Yay! Yes. Randall is and, in and, nerd heaven right now. And the Han so and the Han Solo movie and the Boba yeah, Fett movie. The every movie that's ever come out. Yeah. And you yeah. guys get to Rogue One. Oh boy. So one, two, three, Rogue One. The crossovers are strong with this episode. Now, do you all remember the moment that Cassian Andor gets introduced? No, mm -hmm. I never watched it. Vaguely. Okay, so essentially at the start of the movie, Cassian Andor, one of the resistance fighters, gets introduced as he meets a fellow resistance fighter that is injured. Then, making the informed decision as they were both being chased, he kills him. Uh... Shoots okay. him in the stomach. Virgil. Oh no. Yes. Can you make me an awareness and resolve check? Awareness <laughs> resolve, okay. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. You're kind of sitting there watching this zone out for a second. Okay. And you can hear voices that aren't from the movie. Okay. You hear commands, you hear cries of war, strategy, voices yep. that match your own. Yep. And you can just kind of see this figure in armor. Okay. 
and it's kind of just corner of your view as you're watching this movie. What do you do? Can I? Um, the voice, the voice that sounds like mine. I think Virgil will automatically like say it out loud without realizing it. Okay. But I think he slowly turn his head to see if he can look at the figure more. Okay. Make an another awareness resolve check. You know what? I'm spending a story point for this. Okay. Worry. Ooh. Okay. Uh, 22. 22. You find your consciousness completely pulled into this. Hey, uh, okay. what, what the fuck? You're this is exciting. So you can't see Randall or the Doctor anymore. Okay, that's fine. You see battle. You see war. Okay. Okay. Make a quick uh, awareness and fighting roll. Awareness fighting. Well, I think I'll spend another story point for this. Uh, you don't need to. This is okay. more of you getting a quick glance around at what the hell's going on. Twelve. Twelve. You sit, sit up, your rifle is by your side, you just kind of... in the dirt and the mud. You could take okay. a quick survey around. There are Sontarans fighting Sontarans. Okay. Um. <laughs> what do you do? Is there anybody running towards me, like, enemy-wise or anything? There is a figure coming towards you, looming over you. Do I know if he's good or bad? Mm, you're not sure. Okay, if I, if I have no idea, then I'm going to instinctually point my gun up at him. Okay. And you watch him, and he's got two pistols. Point both of them at you. Okay. I'm gonna blink really fast. Like, as if I'm trying to get my senses back together. Okay. Make an awareness knowledge roll. Oh god, this one I'm definitely spending a story point on. Okay. 14. 14. You see as he steps closer, two pistols trained on you. This is Commander Val. V-A-R-L. Okay. Your superior officer. If I know it's a superior officer, I will immediately remove my gun out of aim and stand to attention. 
you do so. And he steps towards you. Looks you up and down. Says one thing. You are a mistake. And fires. I need you to roll a strength fighting roll. Okay. You can't die. This is a flashback. Oh, okay. Uh, 17. 17? I smashed you. Fuck. You hear this quick <laughs> as two pistol shots hit you in the stomach. Okay. And you fall back into the dirt. And then, like that, you're back in the library, watching a movie, watching a man clutch his stomach and die. I immediately stand up. Randall, doctor. The, doctor. the doctor just sort of looks to Virgil and then just looks to the screen, looks to Virgil, looks to the screen, and then it pauses. And that, uh, like, goes off screen. Yep. And the doctor sort of realizes that this might not have been the best movie to watch. What are you doing, Vader? <sighs> so you he's, he's, mm -hmm. he's not really whispering it, but he's saying it back to himself. He's saying back the last thing he ever heard his superior say. Yes, the last thing you heard your commanding officer say was that you're a mistake. Yep. So he keeps That's repeating upsetting. that back to himself. He keeps repeating it back to himself and back to himself back to himself. So you hear standing there. repeating over and over again, you're a mistake, you're a mistake, you're a mistake. The the doctor tries to like shush him and stop him and like calm him down and I'm sure me as a player I don't have much experience with I'm sure the doctor has some semblance of ability to like tr like past experience with Helping with PTSD yeah, and yeah. with trauma. Yeah, make a. Um, this would be a, a presence convince roll to help try and calm him down. Alrighty. And would anything come into this? I'll say experience time lord, just as you you, you know you've got was... knowledge of how to do things. Virgil, make a um, make a strength fighting roll. Oh, presence convince you said. Yes. Alrighty, that's a nine. Good. Plus. 13. 16. So, you kind of touch Virgil's shoulder. Oh, no. And he instinctively flings an arm out at you. Knocking you to the floor. Not to try and harm you, he's just trying to get you away. I understand. This is when Randall steps up. Doesn't 
step up to Virgil, but he mm-hmm. stands up. Hey, 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 what's what's going on? Virgil, calm down, buddy. It's all right. It's just a movie. At, at this, Virgil's just going to go... And just go, like, almost really angry, and then just walk straight to the pool. Yeah, I assumed. Yeah. It's just a movie. Hey, wait. But it's just a... And he's gone. Movie. You alright, Doctor? I... I'm fine, I'm fine. Winded. But fine. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh... I feel like the doctor's gonna feel that in the morning. Oh, yeah. Big Suntaran fist in the chest. That's gonna hurt. Oh, yeah. Oh, the sensitivity something I wasn't used to. And then, uh... And then doctor just sort of looks to Randall and... We can maybe finish... You can finish this without uh, Virgil, if you like. We don't want to go and check. Make sure Virgil's alright first. I let me handle that. Uh, you know what? I'll wait for you guys. It's cool. Oh, all right. I mean, we we watched through one, two, and three together. I'm pretty sure I can wait. <laughs> you you got those out of the way. That's it. I, I'm pretty sure I can I can hold off for now. It's cool. Oh, you think that's bad? Wait for episode eleven. No, don't. No, don't. Don't. No. <laughs> and then she walks out the door. No. <laughs> in so, true doctor fashion. In true doctor fashion, leave leave on a cliffhanger. So, yep. are you gonna go to the pool? Were you uh, almost certain that he is? Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the long way round, if you understand me. Okay. I'm gonna give him some time to simmer down and to hope come out of it yeah so you kind of wander for an hour or so kind of checking on the TARDIS as you do because the recent things that had just happened yep um, you don't find any issues but you eventually come yeah. to the pool and you see Virgil sitting on the edge of the pool his feet in the water and his hands on his chest hmm. and I figure the doctor just uh, comes up not like super close to him but like within five feet maybe and like it takes her shoes off and also sits feet in the pool yep and just gives it a moment so Kai Virgil has calmed down a bit but the shock of what you've just re-experienced is still very raw yeah. Do I know that the doctor's next to me? Yeah, you're aware Do of I her. Sense it? Doc. And Virgil turns towards you and goes, Do you think I'm a mistake? The doctor just looks at him with the most genuine, sincere look and just. Nobody is a mistake. Anyone who believes that has made a mistake in their thoughts.
one of your superior officer said you're a mistake. The thing about those higher up in a chain of command is they often know less about those below them than they think. Just because someone who's in charge of you doesn't mean it's correct. Those in power can, and very inevitably will, be wrong. I had a flashback, dog. The, the moment that rebel guy got shot in the stomach, I, ha I had a flashback to a fight between Sontarans and Sontarans and my superior officer came and I was on the ground to begin with and I stood up to attention to him and he had his two pistols out and, and he said to me that I was a mistake and then he shot me twice in the stomach. Oh dear. That's... I'm, I'm sorry that, that this caused this. I should have thought more about the content of some of these movies. It, it, it's not that, that, that. That's fine. I'm more concerned with the fact that I actually had a flashback. I'm rather concerned about that myself. If, and if, if your memories seem to be coming back, we're going to have to handle this as it comes. I hit you, didn't I? So sorry, what was that? I me the player, I did not hear that. I feel that Virgil would say that quietly anyway, but you I uh, Virgil I quietly hit, said I hit, I hit you, didn't I? I just there's something in my brain is not putting words together, it's very early in the morning. What was that a second time? I hit you, didn't I? Okay, there we go, yeah. Got it. Doctor, just... I've had worse before. It, it was still wrong, though. I shouldn't have hit you. I... It's a normal reaction coming out of a traumatic flashback. I've seen it before. I've handled it before. And trust me, this... I. My immune system is vastly superior to most humanoids anyways. I'll be healed within the hour. That, that doesn't make up for it though, Doctor. I help you, I protect you, I'm not supposed to hit you. You weren't in control of your own actions at that moment. It's that fine. doesn't make up for anything. Virgil, can you make me an awareness resolve check? Don't. Please don't. Don't hurt me. 16. 16. You feel yourself, you um, a hazy memory coming back to you. Thanks, I hate it. You have a choice. Do you want to try and remember or try and ignore it? 
I want to try and remember. Okay. And the doc, the doctor's probably saying something to you at this moment about <clears throat> some some wise philosophical words about yeah. trauma, trauma and, and memories, but they're falling on dead ears. Yeah. Oh yeah. As Virgil, you feel yourself sitting not by the pool but at a table. Okay. I just hold up just a real quick second. I just realized we've never seen sit on screen. I don't think. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's very awkward. It is yeah. very awkward. You got little legs. They, I feel like they can't bend at the waist. Whatever. So you'll probably stand. You'll you'll be standing at the, at the table. Um, yeah. Uh, you're in a war room. Planning strategy. And you see Commander Val is leading the meeting. And you step up. And you say, "But that doesn't do anything. That doesn't mean anything." And the entire room looks at you. About a dozen Sontarans. Can you make me an ingenuity knowledge check? Give me a second. I'm writing down what it says. Ingenuity and... Knowledge. Oh god. Can I spend a story point on this? Of course you can. Sweet. I'm spending all my story points on. Actually, uh, give back. yourself a plus two for your Sontaran ancestry trait. Okay, so. Uh, 23. Awesome. Yep. Um, for it, uh, that is exactly what's happened, Cal. So Virgil has snapped to attention. Ah. But you're for, for the future people, I mentioned something yeah, about that in... Cal asked in chat. Um, yeah. So you get this flood of knowledge about where you are, what you're doing, and who Commander Val is. Okay. Commander Val is the first strategist. Your direct superior. You being the second strategist. And you are the currently the highest ranking member of your pod. Okay. So your experimental pod of em empathy feeling Sontarans. Yep. And you are very, very aware of how uneasy that makes other Sontarans. But your skills, okay. your knowledge, has been recognized, and that's why you are a lieutenant. Yep. But then you speak up at a meeting. Because Commander Val just suggested sending in an entire squadron of Sontarans as bait. Mm -hmm. As pure bait with the intention of killing them. Okay. And you spoke up, and the entire room falls silent. And the commander looks at you, 
it does the campaign good. You can feel the tension in the room. The campaign would mean nothing if we don't have enough Santarans to help fight it. You are dismissed, Lieutenant. Virgil looks like he wants to fight it, but after a split second, he would just leave. Yeah, so you get up and leave, and the entire room watches you walk out of the war room. And then you feel water around your feet, and the doctor kind of diatribing to you about peace and mindfulness and moving on with memories. Doc, I just had another flashback. Oh dear. W would you like... Would Do you want to discuss this? Yes. Um, I, I was in a planning and my superior, uh, Commander Val, he's the First strategist. I'm second. Uh, I'm a lieutenant. Um, he was saying about putting Sontarans, sending a fleet of them in um, uh, as as bait, uh, and 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 I I stood up against it. I I said that that doesn't do anything. It doesn't mean anything. And he, he said it would help with the campaign. And I said it wouldn't if. There wasn't enough Suntarans, and, and I think this one was before, meant to be before the other, um, uh, and I know that I was the highest rank out of my pod, being the empathy pod, the test pod, and everything's so confusing, what the hell is going on? Hmm. Well, there's, there's a lot to, lot to cover there. Again, as I said, we're going to have to deal with these as they come, and the thing about flashbacks is that often they don't come in a neat, orderly fashion. I know myself from experience that it's going to be a very hard time as these flashbacks come, and you will have to... I don't want to say get used to, but you will have to anticipate them in a way and decide whether you want to experience them in full to move on. And that's your choice. But you, you said the experimental, sorry, out of character, does the doctor know about the whole like experimental vaguely vaguely okay you like he's mentioned it in passing but it's not yeah. like he has not gone into it into a lot of detail all right so then the doctor probably be like you said the experimental empathy pops 
yeah, um, what I remember at least, uh, my pod was an experimental pod to um, harness emotions and use them as a way of finding weaknesses of our enemies. That that was the whole point of my pod, and I became the highest ranking one out of my pod. And because it was a test pod, um, it made all other Centaurans unsettled about it. And uh, I, I I don't really know much about it. From what I remember, at least I don't really remember. They're a tricky thing, emotions, and uh, when. When the powers that be do try to mess with them, it leads to uh, leads to rather sticky situations. I've come to find, and I'm sure that's the very same with an entity such as the Centauran Empire attempting to use and manipulate emotions for their own gain. Uh, I suppose. And again, we're just going to have to deal with this as it comes. We should make note of them. That does... that is one thing that we could do if you'd like to keep a journal and write them down. Strategically, we should make note of how many I have a day have basic notes stating what they were about, so then we'd know what had happened. And you guys spend a bit of time discussing the plan for the future and any future episodes that Virgil might have. Yeah. And we kind yeah. of zoom out. And Doctor, you can't help but think how very human of the Santarans trying to manipulate emotions. Yeah. How how very how very just generally how uh, like I feel like a lot of races have done that yeah at some point it's not an uncommon thing but very interesting for a clone race oh definitely yeah and honestly the doctor doesn't voice this but damn scary yeah so before we continue on Kai take two story points for completely leaning into that yay. Is there anything else? Uh, I'm going to say that's pretty much coming into moving on. Is there any other scenes that anyone wants to have? Like, themes or like stuff to do? As in, as in like things. some scenes of you doing things, talking to people, whatever. I mean, I have one more thing I wanted to do for downtime. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, well, I kind of imagine this might have happened before the TARDIS junk because after the TARDIS junk I'm going to be talking to a man about a hand. Man about a hand. <laughs> don't know what um, you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I want to I would like to get started, I don't know what I would roll for this, on working on anti-venom yes. for my deadly tongue. <laughs> that is a good idea. So that I can oh, that's, murder that's less often, preferably. Hmm. So that in case I need to use it self-defense, the murder doesn't happen. <laughs> okay, so, roll me up a quick ingenuity and science goggles roll. Okay, goggles. Okay, pretty good. 
I feel I feel 20. like the doctors like cool. I feel like the doctors like thought about that, but has never gotten around to it. Yeah. For someone who is immortal and travels through time, you never have the time to do the things you want to do. Yeah, and also like poison tends to be a particularly sticky subject with the doctor. I mean, yeah. the fifth doctor died of it. Technically, so did ten <laughs> radiation poisoning. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so with a 20, you have started the kind of initial works to filter out some of your venom and start theorizing the best way to create an anti-venom. You don't have yeah. one yet, but you're well on the way. I'd say you're about 50% done. Nice. Because that was a good roll. Yeah. yeah okay, but, cool. But, uh, you're mostly just doing that in your in your small little lab in your room. Yeah. Basically, my room is basically a lab. There isn't yeah. even a bed in there. I don't need a bed. You have a bed. Because the TARDIS <laughs> wouldn't make a room without a bed. You can't make me use it, though. <laughs> Occasionally, like, after you've gone on, like, a two-day science binge, uh -huh. um, all of the lights turn off. <laughs> I have lights in my room. All of the lights, lights turn off, channel. and the room gets a little bit colder. Oh, rude. <laughs> She makes you go to bed. I love it. <laughs> That's the worst. That there's, is very frustrating. I spend ages definitely trying to turn a heat the lamp on the bed. Yeah. This is the thing. I probably spend ages trying to turn the lights back on and then just fall asleep while I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> and then a heat <laughs> lamp turns on. And then a heat lamp turns on. <laughs> Thank you for taking care of her, TARDIS. <laughs> So, if there's not anything else left to do, we're going to be moving forward. Uh, I'm... I feel like I'm pretty happy with everything that's happened yeah. so far. I don't, I, I don't believe Virgil would have gone back to keep watching Star Wars, but I'm not sure. No, but I would have one thing. Yeah. Virgil would have gone into the library mm -hmm. and seen if he could find a book on flashback and regaining memories. Um, I'll say you found one with relative ease. And there's, there's uh, kind of... books on meditation and, and mindfulness and that, but it's not, it kind of goes over your head because meditation isn't really a thing for Sontarans. He probably take those types of books anyway and yeah. just kind of have them in the pool with him as, as well as like a completely blank book. As a diary? That, yeah, as a diary so he can make notes on his flashbacks and everything. Yep. So he has it all there when he does have one, he can yes. understand it. All good. Yep. So about a week later. Oh, hang on. In that case, yeah? the movie stops where they're at. Yeah, pauses. When Virgil comes back to find the books and leaves again without watching any more of the movie, Randall's just going to go back to his room. Yep. We'll, we'll continue the movie later. I got playing with computer stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So. I, I am, like, immediately after the tar the TARDIS gets fixed, I am asking you about your freaking hand, man. No, yeah. we're watching movies when yeah. that happens, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, damn it! You Con conveniently, you. Randall when is avoiding you. <laughs> is he now? <laughs> Sorry, movies. <laughs> Movies, 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 movies. Oh, everyone's gone. I'll go back to my room. Lock the door. Yeah. When I gave up and went to make my anti-venom, because yeah. I couldn't find him. Yeah, because you couldn't find him. 
<laughs> so, you guys, uh, the, the doctor gathers you into the, the main TARDIS room, in the console room. Yeah. Because it's probably time to start figuring out what the hell's going on. Yep. With SX, with everything, and you guys have one major lead that I know you guys are probably going like it's one that Fazer is about to raise. Yep. Okay. So do we Whilst also staring on? daggers at Randall. Oh, I'm staring <laughs> at Randall. So oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely. So you guys are all, all in the console room. Basically, yep. um, the doctor do, did the teacher thing and rang the bell. He's <laughs> like, okay, kids, what what's up? Yeah. And yeah, so Randall is standing, kind of avoiding Fares' gaze. Um, <laughs> uh, Randall, have you done anything to cover your hand? Oh, there's a bandage on it now because I burnt myself. Okay, cool. Yeah. I figured you'd do something like that. Yeah. I'm staring at that. And Tilda's looking a little bit more buff than she was. <laughs> She, she lost a lot of body fat in tears. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, she was never Whoa. declared as eating anything. Yeah. That is how Chrysept work. <laughs> why, don't why? Tilda. <laughs> if the TARDIS is making me sleep, the TARDIS had better make her eat. Oh, you, definitely. I, I assume you all have been eating properly, except Fairza, who's been yeah. eating less properly, but is still eating. Yeah. Yeah. That's eating that's when I suddenly realise I'm about to pass out from hunger. <laughs> and occasionally the, du the dark cold room thing happens when you should be eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find a way to fix that. Wait, 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 wait that's not how you're supposed to eat? I've been doing life all <laughs> I think, Doctor, you ate like once. <laughs> yeah, Doc. Uh. Well, I think Bird was the only one who's been eating regularly. And Randall, probably. It's like, it's like going yeah. to the bathroom on Star Trek. It just mm. doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't. It never gets pictured unless it's important to the story. That's it. It yeah, happens cool. off screen. It's cool. <laughs> so, Fez, yeah. So, Fez, would you like to raise the thing? I know you're about to raise. Yes. Uh, are we trying to figure out what we're going to do next? Yes. Yes. Happening. Uh, well, uh, I was considering that, and I think that uh, the best course of option would be to try and figure out how sun lava got into a volcano in 1913 on Earth. Ah, yes, the Alexis. Ah, we will definitely have to figure that out. And uh, uh, the doctor... Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're going to figure out how lava lady got in the... No? We're going to try. It's the only real lead you have on the on the zodiac. Yeah, and the doctor like goes to uh, this screen that is uh, on the console. Yep. Like looks in it and uh, like tries to pull up any like scans that were gotten. Selects any any anything. Oh, you you already know where and when it was made. Like exactly where you, and when you figured out. You know who invented it. Alright. You know you know the company of origin and the location and the date. Like down to the day? Yeah, so you know exactly where to locate this thing. It was it's a very it was a very public failure. 
and the doctor definitely right then off we go and the doctor uh like uh th throws it into gear as it yeah and Has the doctor explained where we're going? No. Does the doctor explain anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> just... Is water doctor. wet? <laughs> doctor, where are we going? <laughs> and, uh, uh, Mitch, can I get some things to spout out? <laughs> yes, so you are heading to Phyros 11. How do we spell that? P-H-Y-R-O-S 11. Uh, sometime in the, I think it's the 52nd century? Pyros 11, the 52nd century, the uh, origin of our Selexis. So you know this oh. is a, a a planetary system controlled by one company. Oh boy. Called yep. Psycorp. S-Y-C-O-R-P. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, pro I've probably... You've dealt with them before. They're a, they're, they're, a they're a medical research and uh, materials giant. I probably pre prevented them from inventing the Cybermanus. Yeah, you've had you've had interactions with them, never really with uh, the founder. Yeah, just with offshoots of their company. Yeah, considering like their base is in Fires Eleven, but they're everywhere. Yeah, they make medicine for pretty much everyone post the thirtieth century. Yep. So so basically, basically they're Pfizer, but for the future. A little, yeah. Yep. Fun fact: the city where I, uh, where I go to school, has a big Pfizer subsidiary company in it. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Um. So, Doctor, one of the coolest things about this planetary system, about the Phyros system, is that the Sun mm -hmm. is a white giant. Ooh. So That's... instead of red or yellow or any other color, it, it it evokes pure white light. That's. Ooh. That's something. Ooh, fascinating. It is very fascinating, and it's part of the reason why they're based here. For yeah. research and potential development of technologies. Yep. Okay. Alright, so I guess I want I want to put her down sort of near, I guess, like the research lab that develops Alexa. Yeah, so you can try and head towards where the Psycorp headquarters are. Yeah. So, with a... Give me a... This is going to be Ingenuity and Transport as you do the dance. Piloting the TARDIS? Mm-hmm. All right. So... So, you get Vortex on this? Yeah. Tilda, make me an awareness transport roll. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's 25. Damn! Yep. Does Hotshot come into this or not? Yes. This is your lear learning how to do the TARDIS. Mm -hmm. Pretty much whenever the Doctor rolls, I'll have you roll because I know you are watching with intent eyes. Mm -hmm. Max is hard, everyone. <laughs> 16. 16. You're getting it, you're getting it a bit more. Because now you've seen a little bit more of a uh, time displacement as well as a space displacement. And still, I mean, it's pretty typical of Tilda to have no confidence. But you have a little bit more yeah. confidence. 
and you touch down with a shake, as is what you're used to by now. Yep. And yeah. you know, you know, the planet has breathable breathable atmosphere, and is is safe to walk around. Yeah. Is it like cold or anything or hot? It's a a cool twenty one degrees Celsius. All right. So that's uh, that's like fifty. Okay, that's fine. And it's a uh, doctor. You know, it is always twenty one degrees Celsius. Of course it is. Is that? Question: Is that like room temperature? It's it's uh, considered to be one of the optimal room temperatures for work. Okay, so like seventy in freedom units. Freedom. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's just like all right then, come on, and it bounces right towards the door. Yeah. So okay. without it's getting people. to talk to Randall. Um, people are leaving, I was gonna grab Randall. Okay, so, Doctor, you, you start heading towards the door and you see Fezza beeline to Randall, who is avoiding her gaze. Legs. I can't walk, but I have long legs! And you watch as she grabs his wrist. Yeah. And it's, I assume you grab the, the wrist that you yeah. scanned? Mm -hmm. Are you resisting, Randall? No. Yeah. Oh, wow. I point at his hand and I say, "What happened?" I burned myself. Uh huh. It's all right. I was, I was, I was. Um, mm -hmm. Are you? Are okay. you doing is Fares gonna say anything to the? Is Fares? I'm just talking. Uh, anyone who wants to hear can hear. <laughs> yeah, it, and Fares is not a quiet person. No, the I'm not. <laughs> yeah. There is technology in your hand that wasn't there before. And considering that you clearly bandaged it, then uh, I assume you are aware of that? The doctor turns the fuck around and strides over to the two of them. What was that you said? I scanned him when the he touched a console and it started working without him doing anything, and I thought that was strange, so I scanned him. And the technology that was previously inserted into, you know, his back and his brain and all that, which is... Uh, uh, now appears to be connected to something in his hand, which he has neglected to comment on. Sonic screwdriver like comes out. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a <laughs> Maybe. Alright, yeah. How do we do a lying check? A lying <laughs> check. This is gonna be a presence convince. What's in? And this is gonna be, um... Shit. Uh, this is gonna be... I'm gonna look at it, but I don't care. I'm gonna uh, say this is gonna be a contested presence convince. I am 100% spending a story point on this. I'm spending yeah, a story point on this so too. Me too! <laughs> you know, now I want you all to uh, roll 21. 24. 24. Jeez, that's. Okay, so I, presence convince. Uh, give me a moment, math. I'm gonna spend an extra story point. Okay, you can spend two to get I'm three extra all die. Of my main dice. I'm using all of my special dice because I want to catch this motherfucker <laughs> and his lying. And I have a plus one to this. <laughs> yeah. Would would anything have been to this? Voice of authority. Okay. Uh, voice of authority would. Good. All right. So that's. Uh... All right. I'm 20. glad I used that. Twenty. I used two story points. Twenty. Yeah, it seems honest. Seems he doesn't know what's going on. And doctor. 
<laughs> 20, but just for shits and giggles, can I also scan? Yes. So, you, so I'm saying the scan is easy. It's just a beep beep. He's not resisting. But from what, mm-hmm. from what you're from your understanding, he doesn't seem to know why uh, there's technology in his arm. I, I thought I burned myself. Um, the computer acted a bit weird afterwards, and yeah, evidently it was something to do with the thing on my back, I guess. But it's How cool. How did you know that the console would work? Did did somehow communicate that to you? No, I just. It just remember we went to the wall and I put my hand on the wall and the wall did the thing with the door. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, so I just I thought I put my hand on next to the console and that's what happened. I thought about finding the problem, put my hand up near the console and the thing came up on the screen that the doctor saw. Well, shouldn't we be concerned about this? Does this mean that the technology that was inserted into you is somehow still trying to grow inside your body? Because that could be very dangerous. We should. Uh, Fezzi, you're correct. It is very concerning. No, but is it concerning if it's working to help? It's not like I've, I, I'm not changing. I'm not becoming like. Um, um, from what I understood from what happened way back when, like last week, I guess, two weeks ago. It was probably like two weeks ago. The the they are like emotionless and stuff. I'm I'm still me. I've just this could be cool. This could be helpful. The doctor just right then, but uh, I'm I'm keeping an eye on you. Just keep in mind what I mentioned. Don't don't get don't become infatuated with this and end up. Uh, end up becoming the start of a new Borg human race. No, I still want to be me. Like, I still <laughs> I still want to be me. I don't want to, like, like, no, no, Borg, no. I just, no. I don't want to do that. I mean, I, I know the Borg. I know the reference to the Borg. I don't want to do that. I'm still me. Randall? Yeah. Make an awareness technology roll. Oh, um. no. Thanks, I hate it. Um, what? Uh, 16. You can hear laughing. I almost threw my favorite sonic screwdriver across the room. Thanks. <laughs> Boy! I heard those pencil snaps. <laughs> no, that's... Yeah. <laughs> There's bit. about to be a sonic screwdriver snap. <laughs> don't, don't snap the sonic. So, as far as you guys are aware, Randall has more technology in his arm, doesn't know how it got there, but has been learning how to use it. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm concerned. Yeah, you both are concerned. That's valid. I trust him. He's my friend. Yeah, you're concerned because of the, the sudden appearance, not... You don't suspect yeah. him of doing anything. Yeah, I just feel like he's not being concerned enough because he thinks he's so cool. Yeah, that's a that's a little strange. Yes. And the doctor is just going to keep an eye on him and probably periodically scan him to make sure that he's not like spreading. That's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Also, remember, I don't get people, so. (laughs) The doctor's all right. We'll keep an eye on this, and (sighs) I hate to put it off. Do you feel anything? After, oh, yes. If anything if changes, any, anything changes, I'll let you go. Come past. to me not immediately. Yeah, not a problem. Okay. And I, I don't want to. I don't want to do the whole no emotion thing. After this, and the doctor uh, refers to the door. We're most definitely going to look into this in deeper detail. Cool. No worries. So, and the doctor pushes open the door. 
and steps out. And what you see in front of you is a beautiful landscape of very isometric buildings. So very, very sharp edges, quite tall skyscrapers, all of a varying color of white. Very fashionable in the 50 uh, yeah, so second century. White ranging through to kind of off-white creams, but very rarely is there any color. More immediately in front of you, you see you are standing in a park. The green grass is very much contrasting the white buildings and it is trimmed immaculately. Every blade of grass around. is the same height. I look around real quick for a no parking sign to make sure. There is no no parking <laughs> sign. And you see these kind of perfectly manicured trees and straight ahead of you, standing on a path. And interestingly enough, the path leads straight to the front door of the TARDIS. Oh. You see a moderately tall Ood. Ooh. Wearing these kind of dark blue pants that kind of resemble um, uh, kendo gi. In their long yeah. and flowy, almost look like a skirt. Very thick. Yeah. Wearing a kind Translator of very, very Translator pale... Translator yes. Pa no. Pale oh. grey uh, jacket with a very high neck. No buttons visible or anything. And you see on the left side of the jacket, where the uh, breast pocket would be, is a small metallic uh, caduceus. So for those who don't know what that is, it is the um, staff of Hermes. Ooh. The staff with the snakes. The staff with the snakes wrapped around it and the wings on the top. Ooh. Awesome. Oh yeah. And it's Ooh, a beautiful it's polished, Ood. yeah, Dr. beautiful Ood. polished uh, silver, and these and kind of black boots on the bottom. And Tilda, the thing is, you notice the boots are so shiny. They're shinier than yours. And you polish your boots literally every day. Yep. And uh, does this Ood, do I see, does this Ood have a, uh, like you, a hind brain? You can see a cord like... running from the caduceus up its neck. Ah. Like an um, inorganic cord? Yeah. Ah. The same gray of uh, the jacket. And they sit, they're standing, arms behind their back, looking at you. I just, yeah, thinking about it, is this pre or post Ood Liberation? Post Ood Liberation. Okay, so this is, this is a step. Alright. So, uh, Doctor, uh, looks around for a moment, sees this, and then just, oh, hello there! <laughs> and then, uh, strides up. Friendly as always. I'm gonna make a slight bow just from the neck. Mm -hmm. Oh! Yay! Oh, Welcome. I'm fascinated. Welcome to Fires, Doctor and Companions. It is a pleasure to host you. How might I ask? Do you, how might I ask? Uh, do you know who we are? Were we announced? Um. Of course you were. You. You sent word ahead. Hmm. Okay, so 
Doctor hears this and just... Right, right, yes, we did, yeah. Yes, uh, silly me. I'm gonna do the scans. Yeah, you may do the scans. Yeah, and I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking at this Ood up close. I don't want to be spelled oh, R-O-O-D. Hey, hey, Ellie, I'm right up in your face. All <laughs> up in your face. Right up in your personal space. My, my yes, 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 this is all expected. Yeah, you, you, you did this coming. Yeah, make your scan rolls. Virgil almost oh, leans to the side as if to turn his head to the side. Yeah, Virgil, you have no idea what an ood is. No, he's just like, what? Uh, you say 20? 20. Yep, so what you see is an immaculate specimen of an ood. A okay. telepathic creature. Uh, you can see very, the body structure is very, very interesting. It's humanoid, human-esque. Mm -hmm. But you see very much a concentration on the brain. And a very yeah. interesting interaction with the brain and the uh, brooch. And there's some interacting going on. Yeah. You can, you can actually... Uh, doctor. Mm -hmm. You sense, as always with Ood, a low-level telepathic field around... Huh. Yeah, how's the how's the feeling coming off this ood? Is it's, it a good? It, neutral. The song is different though. Fair enough. So you're not it's not the same ood song that you're used to. Hmm. Well, I mean, Doctor just sort of thinks about that and hmm different timeline ood liberation could have gone differently. Just like internal monologue. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the Ood song is a little bassier than the one you're normally yeah. used to. Yeah. But still, like, happy? No. Mark? Oh. Make oh, a no. presence craft check. Oh, boy. Ooh, that's, Isn't like, it? bad. Mm hmm? <laughs> you need to have a bad roll. Like, a no, I'm gonna spend... Uh, yeah, a five and a two. Five and a two? What'd you get? I'll come back to you uh, in a second, Kato. Yeah, good. I'm gonna... Sorry, I'm gonna spend a story point on this. Okay. I'm gonna five and two is bad for you. Mm. Yeah, it is. I have zero. <laughs> like, str uh, strength craft. Or strength marksman is my yeah. worst role. Which makes sense. Alright. Alright, yeah, spending a story point and... Ooh, good roll. Uh, so that's... Uh... You said... Uh, yeah. Resolve craft? Mm-hmm. Or pre... Yeah. Oh, no, presence craft. Presence craft. They're both fives for me. Yeah. Okay, so... Because you have crazy stats. Math. 18, 19, 20. 25. 25. It sounds hollow. Like no brain hollow? Not sure. Okay. But it's but it's it sounds there. hollow. It's there, it sounds hollow. Like there's a part of the song missing. Oh no. Um yeah, and just note that down as reasons to fix the timeline. Yeah. Um. Also, just quickly, the doc doctor, you noticed uh, the Ood is female. Yeah. 
I, fi I figure that that's very very basic. subtle differences that most people wouldn't be able to notice. Yeah, but you but being you, after. yeah, and and Verna is just not saying a word, standing patiently, allowing yeah. you to scan her. And I mean, the doctor sort of takes this all in in a matter of seconds. I feel like, mm. and uh, just right then, well, uh, I believe we uh, had some. Uh, had some discussions to have with some technicians working on the selection. Let's not jump straight into business, Doctor. Fair enough. If I may, if I may, my name is Verna. I have been asked to tour you around Paris. That would be very kind of you, thank you. Um, what time of the day is it? Uh, you've timed it pretty well, it's about 11. Okay. Hmm. So... I'm going to lead everyone just walking very calmly, very slowly through the park. Slowly uh, making my way. Um, can I have everybody roll an awareness survival roll? Ooh. Hi. Um, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty good at that. Ooh. Shit. That, that, that is a cock guy. Seven. Seven. Fourteen. Oh. Um, did you have an answer for, like, has Unit heard of the Ood? In uh, Unit has heard of the Ood. Okay. In your time, you'd have basic information about them, but nothing beyond that. Mostly from the Doctor. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Unit probably has, like, a file that's on both the Ood and the Sensorite. They're similar. Yeah. <laughs> they probably don't know the difference yet. At least not in your time. Okay, so the fourteen. That was uh, Doctor and I believe Ferza. No, I don't. Yep. Did, did I? I don't. No, I don't. Hold on. Oh, it was a Tilda. Okay, cool. Doctor and Tilda. <laughs> yeah, I, I got eleven. I think. I got uh, 11, yeah. yeah. So you you both noticed that there is no one else around, just you and Verna. In this entire park. And Tilda, bringing okay. bring your kind of military training back into this. You notice that Verna is incredibly controlled in her movements. I mean, that's the Ood. Yeah, but like... Is this normal? For you, Doctor, you kind of understand it. It's, it's a bit more controlled than normal Ood. So, like, every mm. step is, de is very deliberate in the mobility, in the intent. Doctor sort of thinks of this, connects it with the hollow song, is thinking right now, like, some different form of control, question mark. This is post-revolution, so you don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, it's post-revolution in the actual time. Yeah, so. and um, so you slowly walking forward following her, and you see laid out in front of you on the grass is a large, very, very nice picnic rug. Oh. And she sees this and just... Oh. And in the center is a small basket-looking thing. I can just seize this and oh, I love a picnic. I haven't ever haven't had a picnic in five hundred years. I'm glad you enjoy the activity, Doctor. Uh, all of Sorry. you, all of you, notice just by where the picnic blanket is, a large cube. 
Ooh, what kind of cube? It is a large stone-looking cube that is a perfect, and you can notice this kind of just a glance, Doctor. It is a 40 by 40 by 40 cube that looks immaculate. Like, every edge seems like a perfect edge. The, every face seems perfectly smooth. Hmm. And it's all standing on a corner point on one of the vertices. Uh, Doctor sees that and just kind of assumes it's art, but... Uh... <laughs> Do I and... notice them watching the cube? Yeah. Every, it's kind of hard to not see the cube. I'm, I'm used Swiggity. to it. I see it every day. Yeah, you're used to this. Swiggity swoop, what's in the cube? <laughs> Virgil wants to go up and touch it. We're about to be touching it. Looks it looks weird. It's just one of the sides. So the face or the edge? Hold on. Nah. Edge. Edge. You touch the edge of the cube and step forward, and before you can recommend against it, Verna, yep. you watch as the Sontaran cuts his hand on the edge of the cube. Oh my god. I'll pull out a handkerchief from my pants and offer it. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Adeline's cube. It is a marble of engineering. It is uncertain how long it has stood here, but at least 2,000 years, unchanged and all unaltered by weather or time. It is Ow. extremely precise. I would not advise touching it, the edges are quite sharp. <laughs> so, it, the only way that that would work is if the edges are a perfect point, Doctor. Yeah, which, like, that's... That's like nigh on impossible. Mm. I wanna scan it. Make a scan roll. Do that, and how is it like that? And you said it looked like it was made of stone, but how does stone stay around for two thousand years unaltered by weather or anything? How is this a thing? Explain. Yeah, the doctor what, what? Just... Damn it! Okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. You yeah. have no idea how this was made. This, is, this stone is of a stone that you don't recognize, which is fascinating for you as a geologist. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know everything. But Can the doctor get a little scan? Yeah. Alright. Okay, I'm taking all the data I can get. Yeah, so it's, you start analyzing the properties of this stone. Alright, what's... God, what's my scan roll? Uh, ingenuity science. Ingenuity science. Alrighty. And, um, yeah, so Fares is kind of marveling at this... This ultra dense stone but maybe it's not stone it's kind of a potential stone metal like it's got ore in it and doctor you're marveling at the same time of the the sheer bravado of making something like this yeah that's just like ah humans is there any check in it if Randall puts his hand on one of the faces, do anything. There is no tech in it. Damn it. This has been. This is. This is a. It's a. An emblem. A. Look at me. Look at what we can do. 
this in an essence is is what Firos is. It's perfect technology, perfect engineering. Perfection. Yeah. I, I feel I feel like they have a lot of marketing campaigns with this thing in the background. Probably. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Ven and be like, what what is 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 it known what the material it's made of is? Is it did it come from somewhere? Is it naturally occurring? Is it an alloy? What 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 is it? It is stone. But from where? Because I want to go there. <laughs> we are not certain. The cube is older than we are. And you'll notice as Verna bends down, perfect posture, and opens up the box-like contraption that sits on the picnic basket. Yeah. And starts taking out a plate. Nice. So... The plate just comes out of the basket assembled. It holds uh, what look like small teardrops, just transparent in uh, in in color, and inside them is a little puff of cream with little brown cubes. I'm just gonna sit Ooh. it on the picnic table on the picnic blanket very carefully, and after that another plate with small delicate yellow biscuits and a little bowl of sauce hmm. please join me the doctor happily joins has the doctor ever seen food like this no this is some very cool looking food Ooh, that's interesting is that what is that made with these were all made by myself Taste. That's cool. Let's give that stuff a go. Why not? I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm gonna scan the food just in case it's... I'm always wanting there's, to try new things. There's, there's no poison in there. You're alright. Okay. All right. Yeah, the, the, before you've even scanned it, the doctor's just gung going. Yeah, so the, the teardrops, a weirdly taste of a... You can taste goat's cheese, you can taste pastry, you can taste this caramelization flavor in your mouth. Nice. Ooh, I had goat's cheese a couple days ago. It was delicious. Tilda. Go on. Tilda? Tilda? Yes. That's a cheese and onion pie. Oh, well, that's not... Um, I, I'm not eating them. You're not eating them? I'm walking like... No, okay. I'm walking like a weird half perimeter okay. behind the. I'm like, miss see anyone. Yeah, there's, um, there's no one around. Not to turn my back on her. I feel, I feel like after a bit of that, the doctor see. would wave Tilda over and just, oh, relax for a moment, would you? I will stand at parade rest. Will you eat? <laughs> no. No, I didn't think so. Private Patterson. It's not relax. poisonous. That's an order. I mean, I relax. She can't get more relaxed than parade rest. <laughs> You're not on duty. If 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 Virgil seizes, disagree. If Virgil seizes, Virgil's gonna go up to Tilda and go. As a lieutenant, I order you to relax. <laughs> if it helps at all, no one will join us today. 
So, I'll give everyone um, enough time to try both dishes. I'll pour some water for everyone to consume at their discretion. I want, I, I want to hear what everyone else tastes. Yeah. Virgil is currently just looking at his hand more than anything. He yeah. hasn't actually tried any of the food yet. Yeah. So the teardrop with the cream inside tastes like a pie. A delicious cheese and onion pie. Mm. Okay. The biscuits uh, have this. Love a good pie. These biscuits have this weird with the sauce, and none of you can really pick the flavors, except Fezzo. <gasps> Fezzo, this this is this is Ko. These little biscuits and the dipping sauces taste like the leaves. Oh my god, that's so weird. I'm I how. How did how did you those those have been extinct for millions of years? How could how could it? I I mean I'm eating it, but I'm also very confused. Are are you saying that out loud? Yeah, I'm asking. I'm like that that tastes like that has been extinct for over a million years. Millions. I must I must admit this one was the one that gave me the most investigation to. I am pleased that you find it to your taste. I uh, yeah. Yes, it just how I. Okay, I want to know how you did that because I'm. I want to do that. Science has take has brought us a long way. I like her. So after you all eaten your fill of uh of these these two plates, Verna puts it away, brings out a small uh, bowl of ice cream for each of you as a palate cleanser. Ooh, it's a delicious lime sorbet. Nice. And the then plates just vanish under the. And the plates uh, just go the into the bag and disappear. And then, as um, soon as she puts those away, she produces four large platters. The first one contains small nests of long, semi-translucent gel strings, kind of like a thick spaghetti, and they hold small little balls inside of it. it. The plate is garnished with a single leaf on the side. Second plate contains small portions served into individual plates that you're able to pick up easily. A sprinkling of white dust in an artistic swirl. Next to it is a smudge of deep red, sort of like produced when you bring the spoon across the plate. They come together in the center, a half sphere, so it takes on a 3D texture. And they have a bright green crisp balanced in the middle. The third plate contains small metallic colored uh, cubes. Yeah, they're cubes. They're, they're, they're little cakes, but they're cubes. They are sprinkled with some slightly darker dust, and each of them is served in a spoon meant to be eaten directly. And the final one contains bright yellow-orange leaf shaped like a canoe with little black grains inside of it. It all looks delicious. Though Do I a little strange. anything? No. I love it. Doctor just... Wow! 
Are you, are you a chef by trade? No, but it is the profession I would do if I weren't with my current employer. Fair enough, everyone's got hobbies. It is a fantastic thing to do. I would agree. And the doctor just looks at all these things and just, well, and I don't know which one to try first. There's the the gel strings, the the white dust with the smudge of foam, the cubes, or the canoe shaped leaves. I'll try a cube. The cube? Let's go with cube. I would go a cube too. Uh, you want silver or gold? Ooh, gold. Or silver, gold, or copper? Sorry, there's three. You know what? Hmm. Doctor's going outside the box. Copper. Copper. Uh, you pop it in your mouth and you taste this uh, very gamey venison-like meat that has been smoked. Ooh. Do I recognize the animal? Uh, no. You'd have, you'd probably, okay. It's hard. It's more that it is that kind of game kind of meat that you. it could be one of dozens of animals. Yeah, from dozens of planets. Yeah. I love it. I would have a silver one to match the silver, silver plates on my back. Yeah, delicious spicy salami. Oh, fantastic. And whoever tasted the gold, it is a, a, a dried and spiced boar. Ooh. Who even knows that? Uh, just going through as you kind of guys kind of eat and talk, the, uh, the gel string wrapped with the little sphere in the middle in a nest, you eat the whole thing at once, it tastes like lasagna. Oh my god. I love it. Oh, I love I it so these. much. I want the rest Future of food. Uh, as, as soon as anyone makes for the yellow leaf, I'm going to start pulling out a bit of yogurt from the basket. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> so whenever anyone eats one of the leaves, it is incredibly spicy. Oh, yeah. It is a wasabi Ooh, burrito. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds evil. I uh, put the yogurt in the center of the blanket. <laughs> yeah. As, as to not judge anyone. On their resistance. <laughs> and whomever yeah. it, it wants to brave the white dust with the smudge of foam. I'll do it. Seriously. Uh, it tastes I'm like a good read now. It, it tastes like a honey baked ham with beans and cranberry oh, sauce. Go, oh, the doctor goes right for that. Uh, I, and yeah. it is delicious and it is exactly what you wanted, Doctor. Uh, Randall would keep going back to the, the lasagna tubes. Yeah, I may or may not be pocketing biscuits and stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure you have pockets <laughs> like, full of the KO biscuits. I'm keeping those, because I can't get that without going back in time millions of years, yo. I'm assuming that's a St. Lurian dish. It is. And kind of through your conversations, you notice that Verna doesn't really talk unless you speak to her. Ah. Very oud. Very oud. Very uh, and Tilda, if you'd like to, you can do another quick scan around. Yes. Because I know you. So make another, make an awareness survival roll. Um. Sorry, how much was that? Twelve. I didn't well, get. sorry, I didn't hear the first time. That's all good. Um, 
Yeah, so you do a quick scan around and pretty much true to Verna's word, there's no one around. Not a single person has walked anywhere near the park. I'll, um, I'll give them a couple of minutes, especially looking out for our patrol team. Just ensuring that they're really not interested in... I'll hold on a bit longer than I... Yeah, that's fine. And kind of after you guys are done with the with the mains, Verna cleans up and the plates disappear Vanish. into the box. And, and out comes out comes another sorbet. another bit of sorbet. Nice. This time, this time is mint. Ooh. And pulling out another two plates. Are you, are you going to be serving the tea now or afterwards? After no. afterwards. Not tea. Just any traditional meal. Yes, traditional meal. And yeah, you see the two plates. One, do you want to describe, or would you like me to? Um, I'll go for it. Yep. So the first one is like a traditional tray with tiny little cups in it, and inside each cup is a dark golden brown bubble sitting inside of it. Very light sprinkle of a black dust. And then the other plate contains a fairy floss-like um, item. It twirls gracefully around looks to be a Pavlov cane. Like a meringue cane. Ooh. The doctor tries the second one. Oh yeah. Yeah, it tastes like a delicious Christmassy candy cane. Oh, nice. <laughs> did, you, did you put this in for me, Mitch? Because candy canes are like my number one thing. Oh. I, Ask the I'm chef. I'm currently sitting on about a hundred candy canes, so they're in the chair beside me, but I have like a hundred stash. <laughs> yes, and the uh, the bubbles with the sprinkle of dust on top is uh, this uh, treacle toffee with almond. Ooh. Oh. Oh. oh, Mitch. Oh, Mitch. <laughs> oh. I, I've never oh. even had that, but it sounds delicious. You said treacle. You, you have me. I've never had treacle. <gasps> You push It's okay. I don't like So, uh, can I have everyone roll an awareness, uh... Oh, don't ruin this. Uh, this is just gonna be awareness... knowledge. Okay. Awareness, knowledge. Awareness, knowledge. Oh, yuck. Oh, that's... I'm gonna spend story points. Okay. Seven. Oh, man. <laughs> I rolled two. Ugh. <laughs> Seventeen. Okay, so pretty much, Randall, you notice nothing, because you're Candy Randall. Cans. Candy cans. You're very obsessed. Everyone else, <laughs> uh, you notice one thing. Verna looks incredibly pleased with you enjoying the food, and you notice that. Each of you had a food like that was exactly what you wanted to eat. Mm. So Fares, I had the KO. Doctor, you had the ham. Randall, you had the lasagna. Like everything about this food is almost tailored to you. Candy canes. How does this happen twice? <laughs> also. Uh, Mitch, by the way, just thinking about it, I'm assuming Carmen being very quiet. 
Kyle's being very quiet and just chowing down on those burritos. Yeah. Just demolishing burrito leaf after burrito leaf. And the yogurt went on touched, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> just a precaution. And after you guys eat this delicious dessert, the plates go away, and out of this uh, bag, somehow, a teapot and mugs. <laughs> Steaming oh. Mary Poppins bag. Steaming hot tea. I was about to say that. It's a bit, that, it's a bit Mary Poppins bag. Were there any candy canes left? Uh, the, an you've got a couple stored in your pockets. Sweet. I mean, it's fa it's fairy floss, so it's kind of hard to put in pockets, but you have some. Yeah. Okay. The doctor looks at uh, this bag, looks at Berna, raises an eyebrow, and just bigger on the inside. <laughs> Something similar to that, yes. Hmm. It is a. It was a gift from my employer, knowing how much I enjoy cooking and sharing my produce. And, uh, who might that employer be? Just, I mean, I know the company, but just any specifics? I work for the professor. Hmm. Hmm. Very handy. I just start Thank pouring you. the tea for everyone. Oh, if it's tea, I'm eyeing it with sudden suspicion. <laughs> uh, it, you do another scan, it is not poisonous. No, but last time I drank non-poisonous tea, things happened. So it, it's it, each of the 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 cups is this beautiful black china. Mm. I love it. And Verna slowly hands out cup each to each of you. Doctor definitely drinks it. Are you going to tell us something if we drink this? <laughs> There's a, that's not how old tea works. I know, but it's understandable. Uh, I'm using previous experiences. Uh, doctor? The tea, yes? The tea is delicious. Mm -hmm. It has... a flavour you're not sure what it is, but it's tasty as hell. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Verna to answer if she's going to gonna talk to us about stuff. I, d I just didn't want to interrupt. The only thing that I would actually say is I hope you tea as much as you've enjoyed. I think this would be the only thing that Virgil would consume. Okay. Like, he hasn't eaten anything, but he drink the tea. Yeah, it's a delicious, hot... Alright. ...kind of... Yeah, weird flavoured tea. I'm, I'm just very tea. relieved that Virgil went for something. Tilda, you're, you're, you're gonna have the tea? Uh, no, Tilda is standing with her hands behind her back. Okay. Watching Verna hold out a cup to her, and they're in a little, like, fun staring contest, War of the World. <laughs> Just this polite, like, take the tea. No, yeah. please, take the tea. <laughs> now, the, doc the doctor has tried several times throughout this whole deal to try and get Tilda to sit down to no avail. <laughs> yeah. Virgil's just kind of been standing next to Tilda this entire time, mainly looking at his hand, and then when he sees tea, he'll drink the tea, and mm. that's okay. about it. I'll concede the victory, I won't insist. And, um, if anyone would like to try and identify the tea, they can. 
I want to. I mean, sure. I so not? want to. Uh, this, is, no this is just going to be an ingenuity knowledge check. Okay. Would experienced Time ingenuity. Lord come into this? No. Okay. Aww. Fair enough. Can I spend a story point roll? for the hell of it? Don't. Damn it. <laughs> it's a shit roll, though. That's a... This is don't roll snake eyes. 19. That's a bad roll for me. Okay, 17. Uh, 17? 9. Yeah, this is honestly a don't roll snake eyes issue. I didn't roll snake eyes, I rolled yeah. 1 1, but that's about it. I rolled double twos. Yeah. You all notice, and it hits you, what the flavour is. You quite <laughs> recently had tea of this flavour. Mm hmm. <laughs> Wait, no. It is, isn't it? It oh is. It is the tea that Theo served you on the virus. <laughs> Yay! That was good. That's what I was Yay! like. I taste it. I realize that. I'm like, and I'm like, snap. And this is why I asked this question. I don't like it. The dog. Yes. You see, I, I was suspicious for a reason. I look if confused. If realizes it's the tea that he that he had when um, Theo gave it, he's just gonna down it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be told anything more about fire. The, the doctor just looks at Verna and just, this particular flavor of tea we've had an experience with in the past, pay no mind to it. I nod my head again. But it's nice. It is delicious. It's just it's traumatic. Delicious. It's delicious, <laughs> but I'm suspicious. So you guys slowly enjoy the tea, except for Tilda. <laughs> Um, well, Virgil doesn't enjoy, enjoy the tea, he downs the tea. Yeah, he shot the tea. <laughs> and Verna cleans up and, again, everything just disappears into the bag. Mm -hmm. You all stand and Verna folds the rug and then it disappears into the bag. And then I'll just leave the bag there. Yeah. I'd like to invite you to tour one of my favorite areas here in Fires. It is called the Fairy Forest. Would you care to join me? That sounds quite interesting. Uh, I... Is is anyone in complete denial uh, denial about? Hmm. Is is anyone strongly reacting against? I don't think so. I think everyone is. Just yeah, Bertus is kind of going back, looking at his hand. Uh, one, two, okay. I'm kind of trying to think of something interested now because there was a magic. Cube. Uh, Tilda. Yes. Make a an awareness subterfuge roll. Uh, I'm sending a story point. Okay. Worry. Awareness subterfuge. Twenty four. Twenty four. The first thing you notice is that while people are enjoying the food. Uh, you look at Verna every now and again, and she's signing something to herself. Ooh. She signs the words, pleased, happy, tasty, as she watches. Okay. And then you can see someone watching you guys from the edge of the park. You see a swath of bright blue hair. I must advise before we head to the forest, 
This also contains some sharp and not recommend touching the forest. Touching? You mean the Is everything here sharp? We do enjoy precision. Fair enough. I'm just gonna start very slowly making my way. Yep. I'll leave the basket where it is. I'm, I'm sure it'll be attended. Yeah. So you start to walk, and are you guys following? Yeah. Yep. Can I, while walking, yeah, attempt to position myself so that half of my body is obscured, is visible to Vanna but not to the figure on the edge. Yes. Okay. I'm standing at the back with my gun, looking at my other hand that has the cup, as I walk. <laughs> He's fascinated by the blood coming out of his hand. Yeah. Are you quite sure you don't want to bandage that? I'm fine. And you guys start to walk, and... It's about a 15 minute walk, and you see no one. Beautiful green park. You leave the beautiful green park, you head down a couple of streets. Uh, Tilda, if you'd like, you, you can, I was about to say, make an, make an awareness and subterfuge roll. You'll have a bonus because of how well you did previously. So. Nice. Um, I need to look up the stats for... <laughs> are we are we on the edge of the like approaching you're, the you're, edge of the forest? You're nearly you. It, it's basically you'll turn the corner and it'll come into view, and you'll be able to. So, before we turn the corner, we can already start change. Yeah, you can. It, it'll be it. It's the square is designed so that you can't see it until you're there, so that it has perfect. it has the uh the the perfect it, reveal the intended effect. 15? Cool. So, yeah. you don't notice anyone with with the blue hair, mm -hmm. but you see another person ducking a corner with vibrant, long yellow hair. Like, neon yellow. It's a whole rainbow. They're and getting the, ready for pride. And then all of you, except Tilda, turn the corner and see a crazy, ridiculous sight. All you, the colors. You see an incredibly vibrant wave of color that is bouncing. The fairy forest was constructed by the current residents of Pharos. It is made entirely out of glass, hence the sharp corners. The light is harvested from the outside as it reaches in, in a manner that allows us to play with dispersion and diffraction patterns to make beautiful colors and beautiful shapes. Please, follow me. Doctor okay, is just I... looking around smiling that goofy doctor grin yeah. that we were so privileged to see in this uh, last Christmas special. You know the one, the oh, yeah. brilliant, that yeah. one. So, I... I don't have the scientific know-how to do this in character, but I think Feather is about to start asking questions a mile a minute. <laughs> yeah, so you, you start asking questions a mile a minute, and Verna starts Verna. to explain 
how it all works. And it's the trees have been very specifically designed to take in the light from the white sun mm-hmm. and then prism it out. It creating, decomposes to decompose the, wave- the wavelength and then bounce it around from tree to tree to tree to tree to create this constantly circling rainbow. Oh, I love it. Uh, Vern even raises the point that the way that it's been designed is that even when it is nighttime, the light still bounces enough to sustain the vibrant rainbow. I, I want to live there. Me too. I want to design my house after this. And you're actually stepping into it. You can just see nothing but color. And you also just... notice... Sorry. Yeah, go, go. You also notice as you walk, because the way you look at the light changes, the patterns in the colors also change. Yeah, so from every angle is a different view. It's like a kaleidoscope. Yeah. Like a place. It's a living kaleidoscope. Nice. You'll notice. You'll notice the leaves on the trees are incredibly, just uh, almost flexible, in their glass. Ooh. Wow. And as we make our way in, and the then light has been. Sorry. You turn the corner, what? Tilda, and then you see it. It's just more that you were focused on. Yeah, being <laughs> yeah. being your security expert thing, and yeah. then you turn and see everyone just with jaws to the ground. Oh, I'll, I'll wait for Tilda to catch up. Yeah. Before we walk in. Is it like? Is it a contained space? Yeah. Like, Lasted around the outside with one exit. Oh no! So it's an open space. It's just okay. it's contained within like a small fence. Okay. So, not a very... so as we slowly make our way in and the light patterns start to change, you'll notice that we've harvested the colors start to become isolated in sections. So you'll have a section where everything is blue and you see all the different shades of blue. You'll get a section where everything is red. You'll get a section where everything is green. Can and you the see colors. Through the light? Yeah, you can see through yes. it. Okay, so you can see if there were figures on the outside. Yeah, it's so it's it. You'd be able to go in there and still secure the perimeter as you would be. Yeah, Tilda is so worried about this and so not interested <laughs> in any of the rainbow. He's just like, yeah, no, this is making my job harder. I hate it. <laughs> um. <laughs> <sighs> God damn it, woman. You and Feather love it. <laughs> so as, as we get deeper into the forest, I'm just making sure that everyone stays together and nobody gets left behind. Yeah. And we're not touching the trace. So how, how would you say, like, just everyone, bar Verna, how are you guys all feeling and what's, what's how are you thinking? Oh, this uh, is amazing. Welcome to Science Paradise. Uh, I'm gonna live here now. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor is just thinking, this This is why I, I did it. This is why all those years ago I stole a box and ran away, is to see the universe, to see things like this. It's impressive. I am also mm-hmm. just kind of thinking... Mm-hmm. So Verge was thinking, huh, the colors of like the suit I had. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else about it. Just um, can I have? 
everyone bar Tilda, because you're going to automatically pass this check, uh, make an awareness survival roll. Oh boy. Great. Can I spend a story point on this? Okay, if you want. I'm not going to tell you not to. <laughs> There's like a part of me that's like, okay, but when are we gonna select this? But I'm just, I got very distracted. Sorry, what's 14. Ooh, double 14. Ooh. What are we rolling again? Uh, awareness, awareness and survival. Awareness survival, yes. Ooh. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. Also, I Eleven. just had a, I just had a very random thought. A mantis shrimp would love this place. They really would. Ah. Or it okay. would completely go crazy. So, Doctor, what was your roll? My roll was a 14. Okay, so, the only people who notice this is Fezza and Tilda. So, Tilda, you see another person kind of tracking, following you as a group. And you see this kind of bright red mohawk. That then quickly disappears down an alleyway. Sorry, did you hear that, Kato? Um, uh, I'm, I missed up from like everyone who notices this to bright red mohawk. Yeah, so you saw someone with a bright red mohawk duck into an alley. I, what? I don't. I'm I'm gonna go to to Verna. Yes. Uh, sorry, um, there was one more extra thing that you guys noticed. That uh, I was gonna oh, second part of it. Um, yeah, so one second. Whenever, and this whole time, whenever Verna's not talking or serving or doing something, you can catch her gaze shifting towards a building. Hmm. What, what, what building? building? Is it a notable building? It's a fairly large spire-like building, as opposed to the uniform cubic buildings. Hmm. Okay, I I'm gonna go go over to her. Mm-hmm. And say, are are there any other people around? There are other people in the city. I have asked left to us for us to enjoy. Oh wait, sorry, can you say that again? You sort of cut out for me. I have asked for the area to be left for us to enjoy, but yes, there are other people in the Alright. Does this is this not to your liking? Uh, no, I just I thought I uh, saw something. Uh, I think if if there's if there are supposed to be people around. No, this area is meant to be for us only I, today. I, I thought I saw something uh, moving, but I, I don't I don't know if it was. Uh, uh, sorry if I uh, I just. That's all right. I'll I'll take a look around just to make sure that. No one is following us. Um, Verna, your first roll. Yes. Can you roll me an mm -hmm. awareness presence roll? This is two normal dice, right? Yeah, two normal, two d sixes, and then add your awareness and your presence on top of that. I'm trying to find things. So it's, the two, uh, it's two attributes, yeah. so there's no skills here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 21. 21, cool. So, you immediately are talking to Fazar, get a picture of what she saw. Yep. 
So you see the red mohawk. Yeah. Uh, you get the sense of unease coming from her and the sense of unease coming from Tilda. And you get the three other people from Tilda. Hmm. Are these people that I know? Uh, you'd know who they're, who they more than likely belong to. Okay. Ooh, people belong to people. I'm not a fan. Uh, belong to in a sense of they're in a group, not as in they are owned. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't need that again. <laughs> Apologies. These these folks are maintenance crew. Um, they would be the ones that cleared up the basket after we left at the park, for example. Right. Okay. Uh, just just quickly. Just quickly. Mm-hmm. Verna, make a presence convince. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he lied. More lies. We like the lies. I don't like the lies. I can never tell. Uh, lying. Add a plus four to that. Oh come on. Uh, and everyone can make a, make a an awareness convince. <laughs> oh, awareness is slightly better for me. Not awareness a plus convinced. one anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, awareness convince. Let me check that. Fuck it. I'm spending another story point. <laughs> I'm worried about what might happen. So I'm trying to explain to Ooh, that was a terrible roll. I got a ten. Okay, so Doctor and Randall That's... are ina enraptured by the uh, light. Thirteen. Yep. That's an eighteen for me. Eighteen. Cool. Damn you. Yeah, <laughs> I trust her. She's my new science friend. Yeah. Sorry. What do you get, Tilda? Tilda's very gullible. I got a 10. Okay, cool. So, yeah, it's, it's the maintenance crew. Doctor understands that. I, I didn't mean to surprise you or startle you. I just hope the experience would go very smoothly. I think, uh, and you guys kind of, like, after enjoying the, the fairy forest, as it's called, for a while, kind of head out, head, head onwards. What would, you guys, where, what would you guys like to do? Hmm. Uh, I see the, the... Doctor just goes, right then, the uh, lab with the uh, Selexis project. Quite part. Yeah. Like, it hasn't been invented technically, has it? It's yeah, but they're, they're working on it. Th no, this is, this is post the outlawing of Selexis. Okay. Oh, wait. So the, oh. the production is possible. This would be the best way to know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Oh, well, alright then. Who wants to go and speak with anyone involved with the project? Yeah, let's go and investigate. Yeah. Yep. Is the professor busy? She, she is in general a, a busy person, but I would be happy to introduce you to her. Yeah, the doctor lights up at this just, I would very much like to meet the professor. As you wish, doctor. Um, I would I would say, uh, Ellie. Yeah. Uh, Verna would be thinking, take them to the gallery and then off. Yeah, I was thinking I would, um, walk them past the other sites just as a temptation. Okay. 
So, um, so, Virgil. Yes. You literally just just tell me. I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to to read everything okay. that comes through. So this really weird idea is the first flashback I had. I got shot in the chest. Mm-hmm. And I currently have a cut on my hand, and I want to see if the image of my blood brings back any other flashbacks. Make it's, an awareness resolve check. Oh. I just really want to see if this happens for the hell of it. Just hope we don't have a violent flashback in the middle of a glass forest. That would be a bad time. <laughs> no, you guys, you guys have left the forest now. Okay, Thankfully. Please. So that Virgil doesn't slice himself up. Twelve. Twelve. I don't think I'm going to get anything. Unfortunately, no. Phew. Yeah, I thought that. Would you I like to spend that. a story point to succeed? Yes. No! <laughs> <laughs> I, I am glad we're out of the forest. I know, I just, I love that. I was like, no, you didn't do it. Oh, hey, do you want to do a story point? Yeah! <laughs> so, Virgil. <laughs> yep. Immediately make a strength fighting roll. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Uh... uh. 17. 17. You, with your hand against your chest covering a wound, your other hand, you strike down with this thick machete. Okay. Uh, you are wearing absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay. And you strike down into the neck of the Suntaran in front of you. As you okay. see around you a circle of Sontarans, Sontaha, Sontaha, chanting. Okay. As you cut into the the guy in front of you's neck, and he collapses to the ground dead. Uh, I'll just make note: the people standing around you in in the circle are in like bleachers. Okay. What would you like to do? Is it just the one dude that I've killed in front of me, or is it any any other? No one else. Who... No one else is threatening you. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, so, make an awareness knowledge roll. Do I recognise any of them? Awareness knowledge. Oh God. Okay. I'm sp definitely spending a story point on this. I'm down to two story points, guys. Why? Why do you do this? Because <laughs> he wants to know. He wants to know what's going on. Fair enough. Sixteen. Sixteen. So, you are experiencing a... An interesting ritual of the Sontarans that no one really knows about. Okay. So, prior to graduating, yep. Uh, every Sontaran is pitted against one of his uh, fellow podmates. Okay. Is it like hazing? No, it's straight up kill to survive. Oh, that's fun. 
because of the nature of a clone race, it's very easy to make more. So your pod, as soon as you are prepared for battle, is cut in half. Yep. As the the Sontarans only need the strongest. Yep. And you feel, as you're watching the rest of your podmates around you chanting, this overwhelming sorrow. Okay. And then you're back standing by the trees. I immediately, like, immediately make a beeline to the doctor. Okay. Also, gain a story point. Because you made the bad decision. Yep. Always do the bad idea. Always do the bad idea. Oh, we got that covered. Have I? Oh, noticed, definitely. Have I noticed anything different? Oh, you, you, uh, uh, you, 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 you can make an awareness mm-hmm. presence check. Right. Oh. All right. So, you said you run to the doctor. Yep. Alright. 24. 24? Uh, you feel exactly what happened to him. You actually saw it. Essentially... My eyes go as wide as they can. Yeah. That's not very wide, but... Hmm. I'll, um... I'll try to compose myself as quick as possible. Um... I'd say Tilda may notice that as she's been completely high alert the whole time. Uh, Tilda, make an awareness and presence roll. Does, um, like, the psychic training come into that, if it's a psychic thing? Uh, Yes, it would. Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, Feza, uh, not Feza, um, Verna. Yes. Just, uh, kind of reacted in reaction to Virgil very clearly. Mm. And you could, f- you, you just, you, like, a, the psychic training, you know, like, something's going on. I'll, um, I'll act as if though nothing's going on because bad manners to draw attention to things like this. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, the Virgil runs to the doctor, <laughs> rifle in hand. <laughs> yeah. My other hand is actually on my chest where the was from the attack. Yeah. Yeah. As part of it. So my other hand, the hand that has the cut, is actually against my chest. Alright, and the doctor, like, sees him coming, and I guess sort of like, is Virgil, like, running directly up to the doctor? Yeah, like, I think straight up and right in front of you. Beelining to you. Alright, doctor puts out a hand, doesn't touch Virgil, but, uh, just sort of, do you need anything? Do you need anything? He, he immediately grabs your hand and pulls you to one side and literally he almost looks like he's having gonna have like emotional mental breakdown and wow. he goes um 
Okay. Uh, third flashback just happened. Uh, after set after uh, Sontaran Academy. Uh, we blood, have it's, called, it's, it's, it's called a blood trial. Yeah, a ritual blood trial um, where Pog gets cut in half. Um, the strongest, uh, I struck one of my Pog mates down with a machete, and now all I can feel is sorrow and confusion. What the hell is going on, Doctor? Help! Emotions are something that the Centauran race aren't uh, particularly prone to. You are the exception to the rule, and that. It seems comes with consequences. We're going to have to deal with these feelings, and I'm very happy to help you work through them. But in the end, it is your own mind. Verna. Yep. You know of a very calming experience you could take them to, very very near to you, the wells. Yes. Oh, they're on the way to. Yeah, I know. Our destination. I'll um, I'll try to hang back. Uh, I won't. I'll, I'll very carefully and very tactfully not interrupt this obviously private conversation that's happening. But as soon as it's over and things start to calm down, I'll. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tilda, back of the party. Yes. Making awareness of our roll. Yep. I should really remember what that stat is by now. <laughs> Potentially. I'm always terrible at remembering uh, things. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, you can see a few now of the people oh, no. with, with brightly coloured hair. I'll, um, I'll very quietly talk to Virgil and say I wish I could provide you with some comfort. My race is usually capable of doing these things, however I am not. I'm not as capable as most of them are and this is why I've been assigned the duty of attendant. I, I deeply apologize. Doctor, make it a, an inter an ingenuity knowledge roll. All right. To try and interpret what she means by that. Can do. But Virgil isn't saying anything. His hands are shaking, even like the hand with his gun is shaking, and he doesn't even realize it. But tears are coming out of his eyes, and he's crying, and he doesn't even realize he's crying. He doesn't know what it is. You said it was ingenuity knowledge. Yeah. All right. Literally your best roll. Yeah. Another handkerchief. He doesn't even take it. He he's just staring straight forward, hands shaking, crying, as I'm mm. actually almost crying. That's a twenty-six. Yep, I expected something like that. So that's outstanding success. So the thing you know about Ood, especially post Freedom Ood, is that yeah. then their natural psychic field can be very calming. Mm -hmm. And it can be, they can actually, in a way, activate it to provide more, to be able to help calm people down, keep people sa satisfied. Yeah. But the way that Ver Verna's phrasing is that she can't do that. 
That's bad. Hmm. Doctor's just sort of taking mental notes left and right. Yeah, and you kind of continue on forward. And you watch as Verna's leading you through a couple of different turns of the street into a wide open area full of these pillars of light. Yeah. It's just pure light arcing up from the ground in different angles, different things, and this is the first time you've seen people. Is there yeah. anyone currently participating in the wells? Yes. Perfect. What you see is a few dozen people floating in the air. Ooh. Dancing. So generally in groups of two or three or four, dancing in what looks like no gravity. Ooh. These are the White Wells. They are another one of our engineering projects here in Fars. They, uh, they alter gravity. Different wells change the gravity around them. Some of them are used as uh, transports, but these are mostly recreational. People enjoy dancing. Well, that's quite interesting. Would you like to try it? Absolutely. Do not do well in the gravity. <laughs> I recently discovered. <laughs> oh, Fares are in the no gravity. <laughs> she can't. She can barely handle normal gravity. I'll arrange. He's lanky. He's like a thick bug. <laughs> in which Fares is me. So, Tilda, <laughs> we're actually going to get the outcome of your perception check now. Yeah. So, what was the number? Uh, 17? Yeah, cool. That was enough. Uh, one of the uh, three people that you saw, you had purple hair, orange hair, and green hair. And generally different Wait, crazy Wait, spiky what? styles. This is as you're walking. The, the hair colors were... Wasn't there like red, yellow, and blue? There have been different people each time. Even new ones. Oh. Yeah, different people each oh, time. Okay. Different colors. Generally neon colors and spiky crazy hair. These oh god, Talos and Jaffe is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, why? Um, well, the up a bit. If any time was perfect for Karma to appear, now would be it. But no. <laughs> no, it didn't work, damn it. Uh, Tilda, you watch one of them sign to you. Look at you and sign to you. Mm-hmm. They say, go dancing. And then just turn oh. turn and leave. I'll arrange the uh, invitations for everyone to join us. If they wish. Um, is there a, a one that goes particularly high? It looks like it would give a particularly good, like, tactical layout of the square. <laughs> the You'd be able to get high. <laughs> Yeah. How, like, how high off the ground right. did they go? Hashtag 420. Um, <laughs> no, you'd be able to float upwards towards a more uh, elevated position to observe. They go 420 feet and 69 centimeters. Yep. <laughs> yes. Like, these are all questions Silver has. Um, is it contained? 
Is there a barrier that you have to pass? Yeah, there's, there is a protection so you can't fall out. Yeah. Yeah. Like a net on a trampoline. Yeah, similar to kind of a net on a trampoline, but it's um, semi-visible. Is, okay, is it solid? Uh, mildly. Okay. Go so at it fast enough and you'll be able to go through it. You'd be able to shoot through it. Oh, I, I could shoot through it. Yeah, if right. you so wished. That makes me feel better about the whole... <laughs> Good lord. It's essentially the way that it's uh, set up, and Verna will explain, is, is it, it, if you don't go too... F if you go fast, you can break through it. And it'll just repair itself, but it acts like it physically is a net, not a wall. The walls themselves also are arranged in a way that the more intense ones, ones that deny the gravity the hardest, are in the center, and they lessen towards the outskirts in a way that, if anyone were to fall, it would be a very gradual and slow fall. Oh, that's so smart. Did it actually fall from the the? higher point to a, a place where gravity yeah wasn't like instant exactly yeah. that's cool very well designed very interesting who's going dancing any computers I, around oh, that control I'm this so, stuff Rosa is so curious but she also doesn't want to be floating <laughs> <laughs> it's I your choice and like this is such a cool place and I kind of have like a similar tilde for if I want to get a look around at everything but like oh I think I'm so curious the I'm doctor so curious. jumps right in yeah I know you would and if you watch as the doctor <laughs> jumps and flies yeah I'm gonna try probably... really carefully <laughs> to do it and the doctor I'm probably quotes gonna... Peter Pan oh god <laughs> just think a happy thought Yes, the doctor. The doctor dances, Kato. Kato. Listen. Kato. Kato, we're trying to be happy. We're trying to be happy right now. See, so, so you guys all jump in. It's actually really easy to float around. Virgil doesn't jump in. I sh yeah, he's kind of. I think Virgil's looking for water. Mm. Before Randall yeah. does, he wants to see if there are any computers controlling this sort of stuff. I'll do. You can see. <laughs> Damn it. Alright, in we go. And everyone jumps in except Virgil. Are you, are you jumping in, Tilda? Yeah, going... Oh, cool. Jumping, going straight up to the top. In fast in, yeah, getting the lookout around. And you guys start to relax as you dance, and Verna, the intended effect, is happening. People up there. Very cautious <laughs> about... <laughs> and you watch as you... Fez is like edging her way towards the middle. Everyone else just jumps in. Really careful. It's like ice skating, and Fez is that one yeah. person who's never <laughs> even been on rollerblades. Fez is me. So you guys watch as the other people dance, and they all look very, very affluent. So they've got very nice jewelry. They've got very nice clothes, hair pieces. Like everything they've got, it just looks. Real, but not like gaudy like Gold's place was. Yeah. It's just this sense of cleanness and um, precision on everything that's made. Yeah. I take note of that. Telltale Games. The doctor will remember this. The doctor will remember this. <laughs> the GM will remember this. Always. <laughs> doctor will remember that the GM remembered. Ah. Stop it, you. So. <laughs> Never. Virgil, you're going to be the first to see this because you're on the ground. 
Well, that's bad. Make me an awareness survival roll. I'm going to give you a negative two because of your current state. Okay, awareness survival. In all honesty, I'm just adding two. Okay. <laughs> Four? Uh, not quite. Five? <laughs> not quite six. Okay, yeah. You're, you're a little preoccupied just trying to find some sort of water. I'm looking for like a pool or something. Just and, yeah. A pond or a pool or just uh, something. Unfortunately, the water would go a little bit haywire in the uh, anti-grav area, so... <laughs> yeah. Keep that away. Uh, Tilda, from your high vantage point, you can start to see people heading towards the wells. Oh, I hate it. And they all have very brightly coloured hair. And they start to kind of edge towards the thing. There's about 20 of them. You can see some of them oh. tall, some of them small. None, not all of them of the same race. And this, that says that's the same for the dancers as well. Different species hanging around? Yeah. A bunch of different yeah. species. Some humans, some not, some blue, some... Every, every, there's all sorts of different colours, shapes, sizes, and creeds. Are all 20 of the approaching people coming down one street? No. Different places. Side? All sides. Okay. Is there any street they're not coming? Not really. They seem to... this. Whatever's happening now seems to be... They're all in communication. Hey, that's bad. This is a negative. Uh, there are no overcalls. Unfortunately. Damn you! <laughs> Um, I had those. So, as if all on beat, and it's funny because something happens, they all jump. And they jump with incredible speed and power into and through the base of the net. What the fuck? And then you hear this really... I don't want to use the word, but it's the best word to use. This really dirty <laughs> drum and bass music starts playing. <laughs> oh my god, are we in a rave? And you see oh the all these people with neon hair, vibrant clothes, all different colours start jumping around in the gravwells. Oh no, 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 not now. I love it. We're in an EDM cyberpunk rave. I'm and the so thing happy. is, they're jumping so quickly, they're almost like blurs. So you're seeing these, these coloured blurs go back and forth and back and forth. Wow. And then you watch them start crashing into the dancers. Hey, thanks. I hate it. I love it. Further hates me. And then someone crashes into you, Ferza. No! And each of you. And just this crazy cacophony of sound and noise and this physicality that the, these people are bringing. And then, Does this seem intentional? Oh yeah, very intentional. It, it is a rave. Oh. It's 
It's a. <laughs> I look to Verna. We're in a mosh pit. I'm, uh, I'm blushing. Um, yeah, Tilda. One of I'm the so um, one of them jumps up to you, but instead of hitting you, hands you something. Oh. And then it's gone as soon as that as that. And you don't see their face. They're wearing a mask, or like a, a kind of bandana-y thing. You do see the, see her eyes though, purple eyes. Oh boy. And Is there anyone doing security at the entrance to the wells? By the time security shows up, they all <laughs> bounce. Oh dear, the professor's not going to be pleased. Yeah, and the the <laughs> grace and skill of these people jumping around is incredible. Did it, was that like what was that? Was that a robbery? Uh, so, doctor. Uh huh. Make me a coordination survival roll. Oh boy. And the story point. Mm-hmm. Coordination survival. Ooh. Oh boy. Twenty six. Twenty six. You just beat me. Haha. Uh, I rolled two sixes, two threes. So nice. I'm glad that story. You you felt someone try and grab your screwdriver out of your pocket? Oh, not again! Not again! But then not, you immediately whip your hand to the pocket, and the person's gone as soon as they tried. I feel like the doctor is is like that one the guy where like try me, bitch. Yeah, that's the doctor right now. You watch as all of the dancers are now without jewelry. <laughs> they are without they've got some of their clothing has been ripped oh, see some of them checking God. pockets does Ferza still have do her I goggles Ferza still has goggles because they're on her face but do I still have my sample nope did someone they're <gasps> gone they took my baskets but my uh, yeah the food you had in your pockets that kind of stuff that's all gone <laughs> my candy canes, the bastards. My sample jars, but I, I would have left any actual samples I taken back. Uh, no, no one bumped into you, Kato. I took my sample jars. No, how big was the thing? Uh, small piece of paper. Um, I, I guess I want to make a subterfuge roll. Um, you're high enough that that no one's gonna notice you. Yeah, none of the party. Uh, if I were making a reasonable supposition about the present security, yeah, uh, like, would it be possible to like curl up in a ball, like brush it against my leg, be looking at it without like obviously I got handed something and I'm looking at it, particularly from like the spire. Um, you'd be able to like. You wouldn't have to roll for this. You'd be able to make it so you could read it without anyone knowing that you've read it. Yeah. I would like to do that. Okay. Got a few things of text written on. First sentence is trust no one. I like these people. Second one is <laughs> the professor lies. 
And the last thing. Oh. Sorry, just getting the name. <laughs> oh my god, Doctor. Yeah. So yeah, trust no one, the professor lies. Mika can help. M-I-K-A. That's all it says. Okay. Um. I'm gonna, like, cough, but put it in my... Yep. Cool. Pretty. And you head back down, and you see dancers complaining to security. I'm having a quiet word with security as well. Then Verna um, approaches you after this dealing with security. Freak, freaking um, out just a little bit. Very hyperactive maintenance crew you've got there. The the runners usually don't. The professor completely disapproves of their habits. I'm, I apologize so deeply. I'm I'm so sorry. I go into a deep bow. Mm -hmm. And if Ood blush in any way. I'm blushing. I feel like the crown of the head probably turns like green. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm looking really sad. Like they took my sample. There yeah. wasn't anything in them, though. Yeah, but now I can't take. I'm just sad. <laughs> also, that was not fun. There were people everywhere. That's true. I mean, mood. Oh, All right then. I have requested that security. This is just shout of hand. I, I profusely apologize, over and over. Understood. Things happen. So, I continue to make my way towards the entrance to the gallery. Yep. So, so after walking. For a little, a little bit longer, not too far, you find yourselves at a, the foot of a small, maybe five-story building. Yeah. Verna so, opens the door for you, and are we are we entering? Hmm. I believe are we're we? entering. Unless anyone has through any, the, yeah, through the main. Through the it, yeah. Through the gallery or through the main foyer? Through the gallery and then up. Okay. So this area is rather dimly lit. And it's very obviously an art gallery. There are very large, brightly colored pictures all over the walls. Lighting is a black light. So certain colors pop out in a very noticeable way. Nice. So you I had. Yep. Yep. I was about to start describing things if you want. No, I, I was going to say I, I had hoped to show you the professor's work. These are these are some photography taken from. She's quite talented. These are hmm. some samples that she has studied. She likes the symmetries that they exhibit and how uh, how something so small can show so much power and potential. So you start to walk through and under this the black light, this darkened thing, you see from floor to ceiling these gigantic canvases. 
that have prints of Doctor what you what you and Fezer immediately recognize as microscopic f- photography. Ooh. Oh, I love it. I'm saving those images. And you're kind of going through and you're checking each of them and you're watching and they are beautiful. Like it's so interesting to see at such a small level what microbes look like, what bacteria looks like. It's fascinating and the shots that have been taken have are perfectly framed to kind of expose exactly what they are and what they do. Can I get the two science bros? Hey. Oh, it's science yeah. gals. Science, science gals. Yeah. Science gals. Okay. Science sisters. Yes. To make a ingenuity science roll. Oh boy. All right. We do. Only 15. I rolled a 1 and a 3. 22. 22. Fezza, you're mostly just fascinated and absorbing and taking in the pictures with your goggles. <coughs> Doctor, it takes you a moment, but you realize what they all are. What are they? They're all incredibly deadly infectious diseases. Um. Oh. The doctor just sees this oh, and just. God. Oh! That's a bold artistic choice. Like, these are some, some of the. literally the most deadly viruses and diseases known to man. And known to, like, anything known to else. Known to anything else. Like. I'm, I'm imagining, like. Uh. Just. Just, like, stuff that. Just like really crazy infectious, like I don't even know. Like the plague, the plague level. Yeah, but there's like things that have exterminated universe, like galaxies and planets. Yeah, there's there's like a biological weapon or something, like anthrax or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, just Um, yeah. I'm just showcasing all of them and discussing the contrast and the tinctures used to make them pop out. If I haven't figured out what they are, I'm going to ask. I don't care about art, I care about what the science is. So I ask Werner or the Doctor what... Like, what what are these depicting? I'm not clear with this. These are some of the samples that the paper studies. I'm not a scientist myself, but... I am aware that these are some of the specimens that make her the most proud. Specimens of... <laughs> you can jump in, Doctor. Uh, yeah. Doctor's just... Infectious diseases. Oh. Deadly infectious diseases. Very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> then you all hear... A voice. Ooh. Beautiful, aren't they? Is that the professor? And you watch Werner stiffen. I bow. And do we see? You see a woman in a kind of 
very well manicured grey suit. Uh, mm -hmm. Skirt, not pants, and a well trimmed grey bob. Ooh. Human looking? Human looking older. Would be in her 60s, 70s. Am I getting anything off her? Anything weird? Anything time lordy? Uh, you look her in the mm -hmm. eyes and you can tell the sight of an intelligent woman. Mm. Awesome. Someone who... And you can clue in who this is very quickly. Judging yep. by Verna's reaction. Yeah. I'm assuming it's... Dr. Luxor just goes, The Professor, I assume? Of course. The Doctor, I assume. You assume correctly. Interesting. She just kind of steps forward towards you, deliberately and slowly, and everyone can see her stepping. Yeah. I try to vanish into the wall. I assumed you would. Yeah. You, you can see, like, Tilda and Verna next to each other at the edge of the room. And Virgil. Virgil and Virgil. Virgil as well. Yeah. And she's about your height, Doctor, maybe a little shorter. Yeah. And she gets, like, right next to you, like, a, maybe a foot or two away. Yep. Looks you up and down. An interesting form of the oncoming storm. Sorry, have you been acquainted with others? One or two. I'm sorry to say that I can't uh, exactly remember you. Might I ask, uh, is this uh, the face I would have seen? I haven't seen this one. And you wouldn't have seen my face. I was from a distance. Hmm. But I yeah, the doctor just hmm at this. But I do find you intriguing. It's good to hear. And she snaps her fingers. And you watch yep. Verna step forward. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I bow my head slightly. Yes, but I don't like I don't I I am concerned. Any word on the QA? Unfortunately none. We had to uh speed our journey here at request. I'm disappointed. I bow deeply and apologize. Did we get her in trouble? Doctor, I'd love to stay and chat, but it would seem that you have gotten in the way. How do you mean? <laughs> what, what, we, what? Verna had a job to do, as well as greeting you and bringing you to me, but... My deepest apologies. Now I am in no mood to converse with you. Is there anything I can do to help? 
If you would like to learn about Selexis, assist Werner. Come back. I might help. Fair enough. She about turns. I did, I did, Feather is just making upset noises. <laughs> we were going to. But I don't think she's going to try and do anything at the moment. You can if you want. She's just starting to turn and walk away. I just. I, but, but why can't you talk about it now? Please. <laughs> Doesn't respond to you. No one. I'm looking at the doctor like, does everyone that knows the doctor not like the. Uh, you can all see Verna looks very tense. My hands are shaking quite a bit. Yep. Did we do something wrong? I can't even speak right now. Yeah. I'm just, just standing there trying. After a small while, she is out of the, the field of view. And I can start breathing again. <laughs> yeah. Alright. I don't... I don't like this, sir. Mm -mm. Don't... Don't... Don't say that here, please. I didn't say that. Yeah, that, that was out was, of character. That was out of character. But that's fine. Trust me. Not if, like a... Yeah, if it's uh, if it's not in an accent, it's not in character. Is typically my way of doing yeah. things. And Virgil's ready for a fight right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Professor is upsetting my new science friend. Um, so I don't like her very much either. Randall just may have okayed, like, out of character, killing Professor without any more interaction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would yeah, you... So, Verna, would you like to explain what you have been tasked to do, or would you like me to? I'll, I'll explain, but I'll, I'll lead them outside first. Yeah. So you get out of the gallery, and the, the contrast of the light is kind of blinding for a moment. That black light to the white light of the sun. So... Yeah. And then kind of get out, and Verna composes herself and starts to speak. I was asked to find information on a rumored cure. It is said that in this planet there is a Kauai, it's called Kauai company that makes it is called a Kauai, is a cure-all for any just and naturally in our field of medical research this is something that is an absolute game-changer hmm. I have been asked to find out and I was hoping that someone with your credentials doctor would be able to be invited in company is very very secretive, secretive about their research naturally well it's, I'm very happy to help out um, 
for clarity first, Kiwai is spelled K-H-I apostrophe W-Y. Uh, yes, and they are a company who are claiming to have a cure-all for any disease. Hmm. Uh, um, has have anyone seen it, or is it? Yeah, it's it's. I'll just fill in for for Verna. Uh, people have been cured by it, mm-hmm. and have been fine. So people have had life-threatening illnesses that have been cured in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it cures wow. obesity. Wow. It cures anything. No one knows how. No one knows why. There is just the company. And Verna points out that the, the building, the spire, the one that she's been staring at the entire time, is that building. Ah. Naturally, a person of mine obtain an invitation. Perhaps, if you would be so inclined, we inquire for yourselves. The doctor just uh, sort of looks at Verna and just sort of, all right, then we can certainly try. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. One I'll, second. Um, Just need to ask a question to our guest in the private chat so Ooh. that I can know. Uh, yeah, got it. So, was that a yes, Ellie? Yep, that's a yes. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I know I have to do this. No, it, um, it was more... Sorry, let me just rephrase the question. You want to go into a private conversation? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, calm your farm. No, just, you know, do you want to well, voice chat? We haven't had a break yet tonight, so if you want to have a five yeah. minute... Uh, break I, and have no, no, it's fine. I would, it's done now. Oh, fair enough. It was just, I didn't phrase the question, question, question correctly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that so, yeah. was a bit confusing. That's all good. So yeah, uh, she points out the spire. Uh, that kind of when you first met Verna, how she was very rigid, controlled. She's back to that. Oh boy. Mm. I shall fire with front desk of Kawhi. Yeah. And yeah, all right, then. before long you find yourselves at the base of the spire. And um, just, uh, can I just, while we were, I guess, heading over there, yeah? sort of, Bella sort of looks at Verna and is trying to figure out how to word this, and eventually just goes up to her and says, You, it, is the professor good? <laughs> because you seem. She is quite strict. She she's been very kind to me. Okay. I'm not. I'm not accepted by the other rude. 
I prefer not to speak of it, but my telepathy doesn't quite sync up. My song is not the same as theirs. Oh, well, that makes sense. I, I, I'm, I'm so, sorry, I didn't mean to upset. Uh, sorry, I sort of awkwardly edge off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I won't say anything. Uh, Doctor, you know yep. exactly what that means and how lonely of an existence that would be for an ood. It's like it's like that one whale that uh, yeah. that has a whale song that's like a very specific frequency that no one... exactly. That's so, and sad. for for a species like the ood, where that communication is essentially like a heartbeat for them, it would be agonizing. Yeah. Mm. I start humming a bit again. Just uh, a bit of like a, a march type yeah. song. The hum is very similar to the song that you heard earlier, Doctor. Yeah. Mm, but you continue on and find is there anything else you would like to say or do before you reach the spire I'll just like I'll brush my uh, my jacket off make sure everything is very straight and presentable make sure all my tentacles are in order <laughs> gotta look nice shall and tentacly shall we we shall after you alright and uh, I guess then if we're at the base of the spire, the doctor enters. Yeah. So you enter through the lobby and you see it's slightly busy. You seem to see quite a few sick people around. Just yeah. kind of waiting in chairs. And there's a front desk with a, with a woman with a small white hat with a plus on it. In red. Yeah. Wearing a white kind of dress I'm just imagining oh. like nurse joy from almost like yeah like a nurse joy kind of looking woman is this someone that I've interacted with in the past would they I, know me uh they they would know they would have seen you yeah this is one of the receptionists yeah I will may I will start talking to her and just graciously may I introduce the doctor and the companions. Hey. She looks at, um, very kind of coldly towards Verna. Nods her head, looks at the doctor and Welcome! Oh god. Oh, I already don't like this person. I am. Number two. No. Just, thank you. What can I do for you? We, uh, Verna, what was it we were here for? The Doctor and the Companions should enjoy a hmm. Yes, that. A tour? Oh, oh, okay. One second. And she smiles at you. Cocks her head mm -hmm. to the side. 
heart, like out of the corner of her eye starts typing on a on a keyboard that's not there. Yep. You don't see any screen or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Can I interact with her? Uh, maybe. Do you want to, can I try, please? That would be awesome. Uh, you'd have to, like, try and touch the keyboard that... There's no keyboard, she's just typing in the air. Yeah, I just want to put my hand over towards where she's typing. Yeah. It's a bit creepy, but sure. Uh, make a presence technology roll. <laughs> As um as this happens, mm -hmm. I'll look the attendant dead in the eye and say, "These are important guests. I would advise you to not ignore their request." Understood. Does my plus two to computers go into this? Uh, it would. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh. You feel, and you can kind of feel, a computer there, but you can't see it, you can't touch it, you can't connect with it. That's alright. And you watch as she kind of, not doesn't take her eyes off of you as a group, but still continues to type. It's just, please take a seat, and smiles at you, cocks her head to the side. I narrow my eyes at her. Wearing Alright. I'll lead the group towards the seats. And Can you tilt to take a look around? Yeah. Make a, a bit of a scope. Bit of a scope out? It's I won't make you roll, it's not a very complicated room. That's just a, a waiting room, there's chairs on one side, there's crappy magazines on on the walls like mm -hmm. it's almost look it looks like a doctor's office yeah and you've got the reception okay. desk yeah. and then corridors behind the reception desk that lead further are, into the building and there are sick people yes there are a few sick people around okay do they have a distinguishing feature like they're all multicolored hair or you know you don't see anyone with the multicolored hair Thankfully. Mm. <laughs> hey, I like those guys. They're pretty cool. Yeah, so you don't see anyone with the multicolored hair, you don't see anyone who looks particularly contagious, but mm -hmm. there are sick people around. You would think that contagious people may be dealt with first. Yeah. As typical, um, typical triage. Anyone, like, obviously in, like, a nurse's uniform or, like... Just the woman at the desk for now. I'll keep my eye out for anyone who seems to be their disease. Yeah. But, yeah, everyone seems to be keeping to themselves. Yeah. Cool. I would like to face in a crowd away from the party. Yeah, I had a feeling. Uh, make your uh, coordination and subterfuge roll. Alright. Sending. Nothing like spending a story point and then rolling all fives and six. Jesus. Well, yeah. <laughs> what did you get, like an 80? Uh, I think this is my best roll in the game, guys. This is a 29. 29. 
Oh, oh my god, you're wild. you just you're not even in the game anymore. You're stealth so hard. You become god. Yeah. You've joined Karma. So yeah. I am the crap. Narrative. Yeah, as pretty much as of now, if there is a if there's people around, you are considered invisible, basically. And this will last for a, a, a fair amount of time, and potentially, I'll have you roll again. You can maintain that if you're with the party, because it's a fairly large group at the moment. But you guys wait for about an hour. You watch That's a couple people rude. go in. It's a doctor's office. They're never prompt. Yeah. <laughs> I had to wait three hours when I had appendicitis. Yeah. It's, oh, I had yeah. To wait not 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 fun. Like half the night. And you see a uh, a man come out from behind, from the corridor. You've seen him come out a couple times. Yeah. He's got um just short black hair wearing a doctor's coat, like, the most stereotypical doctor-looking guy you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. And he kind of calls out, Doctor! Is there a the doctor? <laughs> the doctor stands up, just, that'd be me. Oh, come, come, come on in. Alright then. And, uh, uh, I don't know how to ask, like, my companion. Actually, you're all going through. Yeah, if you yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll try. I'll try following. Yeah. yeah, they 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 let you in. It's no issue. No one tries to stop me. No one tries to stop you. Uh, the receptionist like watches you <laughs> the whole time. I do not like her. Actually, Verna, make me a awareness presence check. It's another twenty-four. You get literally no nothing from her. I hate it. No psychic. Oh, no, n like you cannot detect brainwaves. Is she even alive? Um, like is she, is she an organic creature? I, I don't know. Looks like it. But yeah, you continue onwards, and she just stares at you as you walk down the corridor, and you're led into a like the most like into a doctor's office it's got a bed on there it's got a computer on there it's got jars with the little wooden uh, paddle things on them like yeah there's, there is a bowl of lollipops <gasps> I love it so much don't ever Virgil is immediately looking at Virgil's like immediately looking at the lollipop like what the hell are these <laughs> We need to get a lollipop. And the doctor kind of like sits down in his, in his little swivel chair, looks at you. So what's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, I look to burn out. The doctor would like a tour of your facilities. But you are attendant, not or the message. Oh, sorry. He kind of checks the computer. There's actually a computer this time. And he kind of types in. Oh, my apologies. Um, one second. And he spins and he types away at the computer for a while, like a couple minutes. 
just got to get the full clearance. Give me a second. And continue no typing. And after a quick moment, presses a button, and you watch as the printer next to the computer starts printing. And he grabs the paper off the printer, folds it up, and he gives each of you a small little ID badge. Yeah. Nice. And you can just you can just pop it on your on your clothing, and it just automatically sticks there. And it's got a little, it it's got a little under my pen. Yeah, it's got a little photo ID. Hmm. And has all of your names. Wait, we haven't given our names. Exactly. Mm. Worry. Uh, Verna, make yes. another awareness presence roll because I know you would. I just. Why do people keep knowing our names? Three. Good. Uh, math. Twenty-six. Jesus, you're. Yeah, I got double sixes. Your psychic abilities. Um. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. So you'll get nothing from him. No brainwaves. I don't like it. Do and I have any any visual? Can I read what he's typing? I. Or you can try. Yeah. Uh, give me a a bit of awareness subterfuge. Uh, awareness what? Sorry. Subterfuge. Twenty. Twenty. You're reading the screen, and he seem he's typing up and typing up a request to two other facilities. The thing you notice, though, and this is just because of, uh, I'm going to add your uh, specialty in here. The thing he's typing on the keyboard do not match what's coming up on the screen. Worry. Am I able to tell what he's typing on the keyboard? Yeah. What is he typing on the keyboard? Uh, oh, sorry, you, you, you can't tell what it is he's typing, you just know, you, you figured out that there's, there's a disconnect. Did I get any, did I get a chance to catch who the... Who the email was going to, basically? Yeah. Uh, it's just, just had a chief on it. To, to management, yeah, right. To management. <laughs> and he gets do I see? Do I see any cables connecting the keyboard to the computer itself? Nope. To the com <laughs> Everything is a facade. And he gets up. Says, "All right, are we all good to go?" I believe so. Wonderful. <laughs> and he opens the door, steps out, and leads you down the corridor to a set of double doors. And you say, at, at the top it says operating theatre. Hmm. I'll try to make some casual conversation. Yeah. And you kind of say, I understand. Yep. He says to you, so why not start with the, the interesting part? Let's head through to the theatre. And he, start, he opens the door to step through, 
And that's where we're going to leave today. Oh boy. Oh my god. That is, that is so totally Ooh. not the interesting part. <laughs> well, it might end up being who knows what, who they're operating on or what they're operating on or what they're going to do. Something's going to happen. I'm concerned. So am I. I, I, I do no like my last three messages. Yep. <laughs> he's just, he's just a friendly doctor, friendly doctor boy. Friendly doctor boy who has no brains. Just a friendly doctor boy. He's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> nothing is real. It's all fake. So, I trust nothing. I forgot to say the name of the episode. So that was episode 11 of the Oxford TBD RPG, entitled The Host with the Most. Yay, very nice. So thank you, Ellie, for, Ellie, thank you, Ellie, for joining us, and you'll be back next next time. But I think for now, yay, pleasure joining you. It was a lot of fun, and I'm very excited to continue this little journey as to figuring out what the weirdness is. Yeah, there's no way that cure exists. There's no way yeah. that this is this is te that I, I don't know. I don't know. You should probably ask the GM. I trust. Um, I trust nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> too good to be true. So, with that, we'll be seeing you next time, and for all the future people, make sure you check us out on Twitter, follow all the peoples, because they're all lovely, and <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye, people. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.